ready for your punishment, slave. I sometimes scream out, no. When really, I mean, yes. Yes, yes! And this is why we have the safe word. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. She's not a Christian! Safe Word with Jason Rouse. All right. Hello, and welcome to the Swapcast edition of Getting Hard in Nate's Backyard. And Jason Rouse's Safe Word. Oh, awesome. Glad we could uh, come together here, buddy. Yeah, man. It's been a, a couple years, literally to the date, because uh, I was here Easter weekend two years ago for the annual... Jason Rouse fucking terrorized Calgary tour. Actually, it was three. It was 2014. Was it? Yeah, because, uh, well, because I stared at all those. We did a record together, just so everyone knows we're going to play some of it here. But, yeah, because it was 2015 when you had the release, right? And we were down in L.A. Was it that long ago? Yeah, fucked up, eh? Oh, yes, that's right. We did a uh, CD release party at the Hollywood Improv. And uh, was was that in Halloween? But anyway... So yeah, Halloween. It was Halloween. Yeah, because my band played that festival the night before, mm-hmm. and then we flew out there that day. Yeah, was that was awesome. That was another fucking crazy <laughs> night. It just kind of follows me around. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Traveling circus. Yeah, my buddy Boomer always would give me shit because I'd show up at his house at four in the morning and just bring the whole bar back to his place, all fucked out of their head on drugs. <laughs> I don't want you and your fucking idiot friends all <laughs> coked up here. <laughs> uh, yeah, that night we uh, went to that after party. It was pretty intense. Should we maybe... <laughs> well, that was the night you had your CD release, and then we all ended up at somebody's house for an after party. And, uh, well, maybe we shouldn't name names, but there's a bunch of rad people there that played at the show. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, at the end we were leaving and... We'd called an Uber and this guy that he like wouldn't stop hugging me. Like we ended up leaving because this guy wouldn't stop hugging me. Yeah, he was, he was, was very aggressively gay. Like I told him, like if you do that again, like something's gonna happen. And what you're happened get was raped. We left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will rape you. <laughs> we just ended up leaving, but yeah, you get you know. And we then were, you ended up what? What ended up with you were trying to throw him into an Uber? You yeah, missed or we, something. I th- well, we tried to throw him in the Uber, and then he wouldn't leave. And then I went back in the house, and then he said he was going to call the cops. And then I came back out. <laughs> and then you literally tried to throw him into an Uber. I, grabbed, <laughs> I threw that kid down on the ground. I started kicking him up the ass down the street. Mm-mm. But, uh, yeah, he did go flying pretty good. I was pretty pissed. It was not a good night at the, to end it up. But, yeah, but you run into all kinds of knuckleheads down there. Yeah, uh, that's just L.A. Yeah, it's totally yeah. A, a, a weird collection of um, retards and misfits. <laughs> I was actually surprised that was all that happened, was just an overly aggressive gay guy, because I can deal with that. <laughs> I just didn't want to get any gang banging situation <laughs> no you're, you're there with where a, i'm getting gang banged by somebody like, fucking by some hooker with a piece of dog shit crying going you're not in kansas anymore dorothy so uh how are your shows here this weekend you did uh we we should play your shows uh yeah. you, you just did, first of all how was this weekend this uh, weekend at, was at good Calgary, yuck, yuck. i felt the the thursday and friday were kind of wishy-washy i found that there was a bit of a 
tug of war of wills between me and them. They wouldn't submit. Yeah. But Saturday, people came in with just open to the whole idea of it, and yeah. uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, there were some scathing remarks made. <laughs> There's various patrons during the show. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was cool. I was looking around and I was like, actually, this is a pretty cool crowd. Like, minus, they were cool, yeah. Minus some like weird jocks and stuff like that, but whatever. They, totally, they, it, they were it, into it. You could tell they'd heard of you. Yes, which was cool. It makes a big difference, and it, that's a weird thing, you know. Uh, it's a bit of a balancing act because I do get to do these shows in, in various places where they specifically are coming to see that. So I'm, I'm. They're already invested in what I've got. To come into the table anyway and then there's shows where it's just people who are out for the night yeah. maybe don't they've seen comedy twice live that's not ideal and it? i'm their first <laughs> night it's it's jarring <laughs> you know so if that's uh, the majority of it because i'm very committed and in, in in deep to yeah. what i do so there's not a lot of compromise yeah and if they get more want to take some moral high ground i become more disrespectful to them <laughs> and then it, it becomes a, a very very awkward situation uh, to say yeah. the least have you noticed like even from say three years ago till now like it seemed to me like there was more people there on the saturday no like it seems to be like building a bit right people are yeah yeah the shows have been you know attendance wise they were great we were dealing with some hockey events and things like that right yeah it's playoff so time. it wasn't uh, as busy but i did want to be here for easter <laughs> yeah and why i don't get that <laughs> i don't know i I, <laughs> I have like maybe um some forms of ocd okay uh, uh, it just looks good on the calendar yeah yeah there's something i i think when i was younger it would be like i would look at the tables and do line things up and and i and and make it look like a geomet- geometric sign it's some sort of symmetry some it's form of uh maybe yeah, control uh some sort of uh, sure. thing like that so uh, when I get into a pattern or something that I can see that there's that there's some math in it, I'll yeah. start to gravitate towards that. Sure. Yeah, It's yeah. my own personal uh, kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I work off of the seasons really dictate to where I am and what I'm doing. Sure. And um, so my calendar, it looks it, generally the same every year. Yeah. And it's nice around here around that time. It's not like... I mean, unless it's a freak thing or something, it's not usually minus thirty and shit. Like no, that. <laughs> and that, that's what I do too. I look at melted. Uh, April on the West Coast because I can handle the spring here. Yeah, and then do a fall on the East Coast. Sure, kind of thing. So, <clears throat> uh, I'm thinking about flipping that around next year. Yeah, and doing a reverse uh, thing and start in uh, Ontario and then finish. In, later in the year in um, on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. Cool. And then pop over to California. But we'll see. But you, you do a lot of... How many times have you gone around the world? I don't think people... Because you just had your 20th anniversary, right? Yeah, I've been comedy. 20 years. Uh, June 25th, I think. I, yeah, my first show. Or June 20th, I did my first show in Vancouver. Uh, when Yuck Yucks was at Plaza Nations. I had moved from Hamilton. I fled from Hamilton <laughs> yeah. uh, when I was like 22, 22 or 23, which I think was great. You know, my, luckily I had a friend who's 
was crazy and very adventurous. Yeah. And uh, to it was something that we kind of discussed. He was into acting, and I was considering doing something in comedy or music. And uh, yeah, right. When uh, he said, "Let's just do it," like this is fuck, man. We're gonna die here. Like <laughs> this is this is like let's just try something. So then started doing comedy, and uh, a couple of years later, it took yeah, me a cool. while to decompress and kind of. But you've been around the world like three or four times at least, right? Maybe more than that? Yeah, uh, I think I've done like 15 countries. Yeah. Uh, you know. What's the weirdest one? Russia. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. How that, many? <laughs> that was a weird one for a lot of reasons. How many dates did you do there? I was only, uh, it was a, I did a television show and I bombed on it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, really bad. I was yelling at the house band. It was a debacle. <laughs> it was a total debacle. And they had no idea what you were saying. They, I think it was a mob production. They paid me in cash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they wouldn't let me drink vodka on stage. The show, oh, it was it was a debacle. I was really disappointed because it, it was it was Russia and I was on television. It was the first I was on the first English stand up comedy show in Russia. I don't know even if it went to air. The wow. first day was all Russian comedians, and then the second day was international. So there was a Danish guy, a Swedish guy. Sounded like wow. a bad street joke, and a, and a Canadian guy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the visa I needed uh, was a pain in the ass to get. The, oh, the, the, the whole thing, it was very rushed. And because of that, uh, my friend, she spoke uh, Russian. So I, I had her come with me. Oh, they, yeah. They're bilingual. I just wanted, I didn't want to get into a dialogue uh-huh. of uh, lost in translation yeah. with yeah. this paperwork. And I'm filling out forms and I've got a deadline. So I brought her along. She was kind enough to come with me. And uh um, she talked to the guy he, and she goes, yeah, they're angry. I go, why? She goes, because I'm living here and they can't. They work here, but they go back to Russia. Oh, and, uh, they're mad at her? Yeah, and just, yeah, in general. Wow. Yeah, and I think that's it's like, weird. I think it's like a class thing or something. Right. No one was smiling. Like I, think, I thought I was waiting in line to get bread. It was a post-apocalyptic third world shit. And no one was saying, so he gives me the forms. We fill them out. We come back. I go like we're on a deadline. Like we, this is the one stop, or it's nay or whatever. So get the forms. I pan him. He asks me again. Blah blah blah. I go yeah. I'm doing the TV show. He goes well. You need a business visa. This is a tourist visa. I go. I told you when I was here. Oh, and no. she's yelling at him in in Russian, and they're back and forth. I'm just sitting there going, oh fuck. And it was a, a nice chunk of uh, money, too. So, And I really wanted to see Russia, even though it was in December. Oh, yeah. So I get to Russia. F- uh, finally, he, he lets the, the tourist thing slide. And I get to the airport. I don't know what airport in Moscow, but there's snow drifts in the airport. Uh-huh. Like, there's guys in, like, with uh, machine guns and German shepherds walking around the airport. Fuck. People were getting hammered. Like, it, I remember when I was in the airport. Yeah, it's like 6 a.m., and they're eating hot dogs and beer at the airport with Wild. fur coats on. That's why. So. <laughs> Uh, I always saw. Why can't we drink for twenty four hours? Because we turn like into Russia. <laughs> that's what I always like seeing. Uh, uh, LG from Entombed. All, oh, all yeah. his airport visits are uh, just oh. him with beers. It's just him drinking beer. <laughs> they had problems the last time. Was it Entombed? There was a band that had problems the last time they were in Russia. Some fucking like right wing Christian came up and like attacked them. Oh really? Yeah, I'm I surprised. think it was Entombed. Uh, hmm. 
Anyway, sorry. When I, I'll see them in December. I think. Or I'm going to go see like the Haunted. spit on them or something like that. That happens. Yeah, and it you was know. like, fuck you, and it turned into this whole like thing. Uh-huh. I remember seeing it come up in you know, whatever zine. Yeah, man. People are, uh, you know, have different politics in the world and handle yeah. it accordingly. So I, I don't know if most of my listeners have ever, like, we'll come back to some rad conversation and stuff, and this is mostly just an excuse to grab a beer, but um, we should play the beginning of the CD we did. So <laughs> we did this Easter weekend three years ago. This is against my will. May uh, here strong-armed me into this. I was bullied into putting out a comedy album. <laughs> I remember at Dickens, That's right. and when you were like, "Let's do an album," uh, yeah. and I'm like, "I don't have it yet." Uh, yeah, I go, I, but because no, we, I remember. I I would always ask you, "Do you have a CD? Do you have a CD?" Yeah. No, you've never had a CD. What the yeah. fuck? Like, I was That's in the process. Was it was you were about eight months ahead of schedule. Oh yeah, okay. So I had some pieces and ideas and things, and that's why the editing took so long because it was a lot of, you know, fumbled ideas and it, what the structure wasn't the way I, ha- I I wanted to present it in the end. But uh, well, that's we what I worked thought, with it. That's what I thought was nuts about it. Like, kind of, I'd never done a comedy album before, uh-huh. so it was like we had five performances. Yes. So that's that's what took so long too. It's like sitting there and going through all five of them. Yes. And Can being like, no, no, no. Hours. Like, and it's just like the studio that way, where it's like, you know, you do it live and it's fine. But when you're putting it on a record that's like going to stone, I mean, you want it like, oh, I missed that subtle nuance there. Like yeah. the other one has the better subtle nuance. Let's try and edit it in, you know? Yeah, that's where you get a chance <clears throat> to show your craft. Yeah, sure. You sure. know. And that's why I had no problem taking the time to do it because I wanted to put the, the best thing out. Sure. I think we both wanted to put our best foot forward in it. So yeah. It did take a long time, but it finished. It came out the way I wanted it. So Yeah, it was pretty cool how we did it, too, just like kind of all over Skype and stuff. Yeah, I'd be in traveling on tour. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, we're in Norway. I'll yeah. see you at 6 p.m., blah, blah, blah. We had to coordinate the timelines, right, yeah. and it went on and on. We, and I'd listen on Skype, and we'd go through and make the edits. Yeah. So go to jasonrouse.com right now and buy the CD, but we're just going to give you... Like right now, we're basically, this is right near this front of the CD. We're going to skip the intro and just play the first bit because it's pretty awesome. (laughs) We'll be right back. Oh, the name of this bit is, it starts out with Larry Ann because... That's what we did. I mean, I, I, I've since seen other guys' comedy albums, and they'll, you know, they name one thing for like seven or eight minutes, like a song, right? But yeah, mine are like little punk rock songs. Yeah, totally. Because what does it end up with the outro? Yeah, 52, 52 tracks. Fifty two tracks with Daddy's Pussy. That's his, we'll play that. I hope. Can we yeah, close oh, on Daddy's Pussy? Right. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. Who doesn't love a lesbian? They know how to drink and take a punch, don't they? But no matter how much they look like men, they always cry like girls when you kick them in the cunt, huh? <laughs> Not so tough now, huh, Larry Ann? Kind of girl you're going to push your balls together to tit fuck her? <laughs> Fix that, eh? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> 
Now you're the fucking front row. How does that feel, you fucking cunty cocksucker? Fuck you, you old bastard. You'll be dead by the end of the show, and I'm going to fuck your wife while she holds your hand and you slip off into oblivion. So, yeah, that was Larry Ann going into Zero Fucks Moving Inc. <laughs> with the beginning of Happy 30th. <laughs> yeah. So, that was funny. that We were just saying that's, that was off the first night, the Thursday... And see, I think it was like it got nailed by a snowstorm or something. And they didn't. I remember you were really mad because they didn't seat anybody in the front row. Yeah, everyone was scared. And I know why. I was just angry that it was so thick. Like there was like a moat between me and my victims. <laughs> and yeah. I wanted them to come to me. So I took out all the water. <laughs> yeah, I threw all the tables and chairs. In a fit of rage. <laughs> it was something to see, man. It was fucking hilarious. I was, like, uh, you know, I wanted to come out swinging. Yeah. And, uh, but I was, it was definitely because it was so sparse and I wanted them to be closer. So I moved everything out of the way so I could be there. Yeah. And yelled at this poor old couple. Yeah, the poor old couple. It was like their I, 30th anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you old cunt. Oh, man. That that shit was like, that's universe shit. You don't get fucking handed that by, like, that's no. beyond luck a little bit. That's like, the holy shit. Two fuck. blue hairs on their 30th anniversary front no row. No idea. Yeah. Their, oh. With their son, too, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> that's right, with their son. <laughs> And we didn't I, have a girlfriend with him. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't a double date. He's going to watch their, his parents fuck on their anniversary <laughs> oh, for fuck. the diaper swap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, was, uh, that was fun. But uh, again, you know, sometimes you got to work with what you got. Uh, yeah. I didn't have much that night. Yeah, for sure. So let's uh, talk about your dates a bit, if that's cool. Um, you just did the Calgary... Yeah, I started. I started three weeks ago at okay. the Hollywood Improv for the uh, Kill to Live tour. Right, that's so, the name of the tour. Yeah, yeah, cool. Kill to Live tour. So started off at the Improv in Hollywood, then we, uh, we, uh, myself, and the voices in my head, <laughs> uh, we went up to uh, Vancouver. Vancouver's great. I've got uh, some really good friends there. And uh, it's just a cool city. I, I lived there for three years. I'm very familiar with the kind of lay of the land. And uh, I enjoy the Vancouver crowds. And they're arguably one of the most politically correct audiences. And I think that might have something to do with how well I do there in the sense that there's it's very PC city. And when I show up there, they know that there's they don't have to subject themselves to any of that stuff. So, so the it, people that are sick of all that shit are like, Rouse is in town. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We're gonna hear a couple end bombs. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So I and I really lean on them. I on their sore spots. You yeah, know, anything yeah. that I know that they're politically uh, um, sensitive about is yeah. where I'll start yeah. and just start digging. The time before you were at Yuck Yucks, before we recorded, so that was probably a year or two before that, I remember I went and saw you, and you started ripping on this fat chick in the crowd, and <laughs> fucking after we're standing there, like outside, or going outside for a smoke, and this fucking hillbilly with a tucked in fucking like lumberjack shirt, <laughs> and the fucking like snap-on racing hat is yeah. 
you're fucking making fun of my wife, buddy. You need to apologize. And I heard all this, and I was like, oh, fuck. Come on, man. Like, are you kidding me? You think, like, that's one thing I wanted to say. It's... We've talked about this a bunch just because we we've been hanging out for so long and mm. stuff. But like, you really are different off stage. Like, you're not just walking around. It's just it's just like Slayer. Like Carrie King's not walking around soloing all night, no. all day. Like you get off stage and you're you're not you're not like cutting up your friends terribly like that. And you're not a terrible person, <laughs> no, per se. <laughs> um, no, well, I you gotta have. You gotta have an anchor. If you live over there, which I had, and it's part of the reason I left Hamilton, is in that space all the twenty four seven, because I didn't know where the beginning and the ending was. And when I started doing stand up, it helped me kind of corral all that into something relatively productive, mm-hmm. and it's given me a twenty year career yeah. off the back of uh, my despite and hatred for the world. <laughs> but when did that happen? Was that pre-Gemini or post-Gemini? Because for the people that don't know, you won a Gemini in 2001. Mm-hmm. For, I, for what, Best New Comedian? Uh, no, it was a uh, uh, Gemini Award. Was It's like a, uh, an American Emmy Award. Yeah, it's the Canadian Emmys. It's yeah. Basically, yeah. And uh, it's for perform writing... Uh, Individual performance and oh. writing. Oh, fuck. So right I on. was like a solo performer who wrote his own thing. Was that from the Ed the Sock bit when you were in the hot tub? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was uh, that my buddy Craig Campbell hosted that Ed the Sock. Mm-hmm. If anybody in Canada is listening, was a, a late night variety talk show. <laughs> with a sock. With a sock. <laughs> and my friend Craig Campbell would sit at a desk and, and hang out with uh, Steve Kersner. Who's the sock? Who's a great, great character? And kind of like Ed, the insult comic sock. Too. Yeah, Is he was like a Don of, Rickles yeah. Yeah, sock totally. puppet, <laughs> for real. Like it was a sock forever, and it was kind of like a late night. You'd come home all fucked up, and it'd be on at like two a.m. Mm-hmm, yeah, go go get answers. And I, uh, Craig said, "Do you want to come and do the show? We got a hot tub." So I came in the hot tub with these two troubled teens. <laughs> And me, they like, do not look comfortable with what's no, happening at all. I think the one had a miscarriage in the pool. I don't think you're supposed to in that kind of temperature when you're that pregnant. Because the water went brown to red. I, brown was me. Red was her, definitely. I'm not a pig. Jesus. It looked like beef au jus. Is that what it Like beef dip? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Au jus? Au jus. It was more like oop poo. <laughs> Gross. But uh, yeah, we, I was in a hot tub with these young ladies. It was supposed to be very sexy and... and Playboy Mansion, but it was more like The Shining. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was really funny. Like they, yeah, yeah that you, you're the master at making people feel uncomfortable. That's for sure. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a for sure. You. Thank you. I like. It. I spent most of my life in the discomfort, so I figured I'd pass some of that around. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to just kind of with my question, like. Did that because I've seen the original like comedy now special you have from that was around that time right Europe was the was no open. no but but I mean the Canadian like the CTV hour that you did your special uh-huh. 
like back when you had blonde hair and you yeah, didn't yeah. look like a psycho. Yeah. You look like a nice young boy. Yeah, I was, you know, I was... Really- <laughs> and, and it was getting racier, but it wasn't full-blown, like, you know what I mean? No. Like, what happened there? When did you flip? Was that before you started comedy, or was After that... After the Gemini Award, you yeah, know? Yeah, I remember my mentor and friend, Mark Breslin, mm-hmm. who gave me my start. Okay. And... uh came up to me after my Gemini Award, put his arm around me and goes, you know, if this was in the States, you'd have agents, producers right. over you trying to get you to do a show. And I said, yes. And later down the road, the Comedy Network and I had some meetings about something, but I was already off on another path around yeah. that time. But when I got to Europe, um, when I moved to London... Because uh, I was, I made a couple trips over to England and went to the Edinburgh Festival and oh, yeah. wanted to check out. Because my friend Craig, who hosted Ed the Sock, okay, would come back to Canada with all these fucking. He was like Indiana Jones, like oh, I was in, <laughs> I was in, uh, um, in Switzerland snowboarding and doing gigs. Then I was in Dubai and I want, and I, he was traveling all over the globe. So I, uh, I found out that you know. My grandfather and grandmother, well, my grandmother's from Cork, uh, Ireland. Oh, wow. And my grandfather's from Grimsby, England, which is near uh, Manchester. It's like a port town. It's apparently pretty shit. But um, because of their, uh, my grandfather's uh, bloodline, I was eligible for an ancestral visa. Holy shit. And when I found out that, yeah. and I had a, a major agency management company in the UK that was uh, courting me. To yeah. be a client of theirs, yeah. Um, I was, I was uh, um, going to go anyway, and then when this management company came in, they plugged me in the the whole European comedy circuit. Huh. Instantly, okay. I was, I had a, a you know the first year Holland, uh, Dubai, and uh, uh, you know everywhere from Portsmouth to Newcastle, and from I went up and down the country so many times and. So a lot of England shit. A lot of that. And and it, it tied into music and it tied into theater. It was like I wasn't so much of an anomaly. I was just kind of, quote, a heavy metal comic. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Uh, helped me get into do multiple dozens yeah. of metal festivals. You yeah, know, like the you biggest. Did, and you hosted the Golden God Awards one yeah, year, I got right? Like, into, that's fucking I hosted nuts, Metal Hammer Awards, Metal Hammer... Oh, done a store. They did like a two-page article on me. Like that, this these things were easy sells to that uh, to them. They got it immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I was like, I got this idea to do this. I want to do a rock comedy thing and blah blah yeah, blah. You yeah, know, yeah. and I was kind of looking at using guys like Kinnison and Dice and things like that. They sure. were doing these rock stadium type comedians, and I wanted to bring some of that back into the scene. But it was in Canada. It was they were very short sighted, and yeah. it wasn't really conservative. A, yeah, with it, stuff like that. No, right? there was no risk factor, and it was it, it was looked upon as maybe a little juvenile or whatever. They just didn't get it. And then yeah. when after my moving to England and touring and stuff, I just started to kind of free up a little bit more, and it was allowed as long as it was funny. I could do whatever I want. Yeah. So. There were situations where some of the you know people would complain like those fucking two <laughs> knuckleheads with the after what, that Paul was so had, funny. I had a tough guy behind you. That was his so funny. Big wife. <laughs> I don't really get that confrontations too much from dudes. It's mostly uh, see sometimes these guys. He wanted me to apologize to his wife. 
but he's he, he was he was <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know he knows his wife's a pig. <laughs> Right? She's just she's just yelling at him to fucking. Yeah, she was being a drunk cunt. I don't really go if I go after somebody specific. It's never done in a malicious way. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the 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 dialogue between us is horrific. Yeah, it's like you're but firing ICBMs off a fucking frigate in the ocean. It just happens to hit in the middle of somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Your- <laughs> and it's not personal. It's friendly yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's yeah. totally friendly fire. But if you want to challenge me, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. can we can do that too. Yeah. And I will be all the boyish charm will go out the window. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, uh, and then that led you, like you ended up on the. How did it come about that you did that? Um, Thanks for paying attention to my career, by the way. <laughs> this is like the first time that anybody's actually asked specific things that I actually gave a shit about that I've done. Oh, cool. The general population doesn't care about what I'm doing. Or <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Same with, same with my band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's what you, like you said it earlier. So what do you think then about being, because I've told people, I'm like, this guy's the fucking slayer of comedians. Mm. So what do you think about that? Do you like that or do you think that's stupid? Or? I think, you know, for somebody who's in the slayer, yeah, that yeah. They that's not far off the mark. Sure, yeah. yeah. So um, I think is is a comparison as far as it's like very horrific and yeah. I'm fast telling a bunch of metalheads this too. Yeah, right? I'm walking around going like, and it should also be mentioned that that we had you come out and, and uh, MC Metal Fest too, which is yeah. fucking awesome. And, that was great. Skeleton uh, Witch was outstanding. Yeah, yeah. That was a really that was the best one so far. That so. was a yeah, man. There were so many good bands, so mm-hmm. many good bands, and. Just hanging out with you over the last four or five days, I've seen a lot of good bands. And I'm like, oh, where are these guys from? Oh, they're local. Where are these guys from? Oh, these guys are local. You have all these local. Or Edmonton, right? Yeah, it's like Alberta, you know, British Columbia has, you know, Toronto too, even, you know, every major city in the country. But I find that there's a very young, vibrant, extreme music scene in Calgary. Yeah, it's funny. um, Partly because of you. You planted well, a lot of seeds here. Yeah, sure. I see all these kids when you walk around town. Hey, Nate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you don't even look at them. <laughs> I think uh, that's I, great. I try to say hi. Um, yeah. But yeah, I know this weekend was actually uh, my friend Cage, who's another fellow rad promoter here in town. Like I've taken the year off promoting after last year's Metal Fest mm-hmm. just out of exhaustion. But um, she did this thing this weekend called Not a Fest Fest. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what this was. It was just a bunch of shows that lined up. So and it started on Thursday with Stryker and then that play, uh, Plague Bringer on Friday. It was their CD release. And then, so it was just a, and then even Sunday because it's a long weekend. It was a good. They had a, they had a metal show too, mm-hmm. which so it was a good weekend of shows. Which yeah, is, uh, yeah uh, pretty d- cool. Distortion to see. had some good bands over the last couple of nights. Yeah, Distortion. Uh, you as well. hated Dickens most of them, but. <laughs> That's only because I do sound for a living. I get it. I get it. You know, it's like I don't somebody, hate them. I just I don't hate. I don't know, yeah, but it's like drunks telling me their jokes. Yeah, sure, right? Yeah, like. Uh, you gonna plug the di into the bass? Yeah. Yes, I am. Fuck, I'm gonna mic it too. <laughs> I'm gonna mic it too. Is that okay? Anyways, um, we should play some more of this. <laughs> should we? <laughs> Oh, what's a good one? It's great. You know what? I have to say. The oh, pre- we should do Fuck It or Club It and Easter on Acid. That's <laughs> okay. a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Easter on Acid is, uh, 
it was <laughs> wasn't really formed yet, but it, uh, on some ad libs, I kind of sewed it together. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of writing on the fly. I mean, I think maybe we should go into smelly hole horror too, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. It's good to be back in Canada. You know, I'm here still with the weather's cold, so uh, you know, come in for the Canadian beaver. Anybody got some of that fall curtain left over? I was in Edmonton last week, and I pulled down the girl's underwear. I'm like, fuck, do I fuck this or club it like a seal? I don't know what the... That is a big, hairy hole there. (laughs) We meet again, Chewy. Whatever happens, I'm going to end up with a new pair of slippers. Look at all that hair. Comb it to the side so I can see where you piss. Make it look like Hitler. That would be cool. Big old hairy, just a Zamboni curtain, just <laughs> pussy hair so long, the harder you hit her, it tickles you on the back of the neck. I do love beavers, you know, they're like old men with beards. They've all got stories and bad breath, don't they? Our forefathers, he <laughs> Jebediah. Happy Easter, everybody. That's what it is. I love Easter. I watch Passion the Christ on acid. It's fucking great. That fucking dirty hippie dies at the end, and he comes back to life and fights the Terminator. It's awesome. I'll be back. I'll be back first. Ow, my sandal fell off. This Easter sucks. You're not my father. I wish I was around for the crucifixion. I'd walk right up to the front and go, ah, you're not going to put that in the Bible, are you? I'd wait for him to come, too. Probably clear up my psoriasis. Hot, big, chunky Jesus load, just on my shoulder like a wet towel. Just, bleh. I guess that's where holy water comes from. Look at me, bitch! Stop smelling your fingers, you weirdo. <laughs> front to back, not back to front. <laughs> kind of pussy, you got to cut an onion in front of it just to go down on it. <laughs> Look at me, you smelly whole whore. Look at her friends like, oh my God, someone's been reading your diary. <laughs> or should I say Diarrhea. What's your name? Oh, God? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll keep my hand flat when I'm feeding you from behind. Pop a couple of Werther's Originals in the old show pony. How old are you? You're not telling me shit. I, this is for your own benefit. I just want them to know what they're going to write on the evidence bag when they find your fucking body. Look at me! We were listening to, we, we went uh, track eight, fuck it or club it, <laughs> track nine, Easter on acid, and we got through to track 10, smelly whole whore. <laughs> what I love about that shit is the big pause in that one part. Like everybody just has no idea what to think and they're... They're shell-shocked. Yeah. They, 
a bomb has just gone off, and now I'm addressing the holiday season. <laughs> yeah, I like how that could go on the holiday cut of this record. That was the, yeah. <laughs> Jason Rouse does Easter. <laughs> it's just me eating a peanut, a rabbit, chocolate rabbit with corn in it. <laughs> it's all over my face with a Justin Bieber sweat stain down the front. <laughs> well, God damn it, I'm going to tell you, it was fun to do all this, man. It was like, especially the way all the planets aligned so that we could be there at your CD release. And Yeah. It yeah, was, you just whole happened that you were in LA when I was lining up to do my improv show. Yeah, we were in Berkeley the night before, and so it was like $69 to fly to LA. It was fucking awesome. Even like, I was going back and forth with the mastering house like the day before, because... Yeah. Like I had my computer with me in Berkeley and I was like, oh fuck, I encoded this thing wrong or some some shit for mastering. And and it was like, oh, you got to send it again. And it was like, fuck, good thing I brought my laptop because we were able to pull it all off and get yeah. know, get all those CDs. But Very it, cool. It was, it was awesome. Uh, check them out. They were called United Man- Manufacturing. They were really good with that. They were fucking, they're like, we ordered a whole whack of them and, and it was like, well, we can get you 50 like tomorrow, but we can't get you the whole thing. And then they sent the rest later, which was really fucking cool. So, yeah, they're right in L.A. there. You went and picked them up, right? Yeah. They're right in Hollywood, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. I think it was off of um, Fairfax, mm. maybe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, went down there. Yeah, no. Get cool. some young guys doing a CD. But, yeah, no. And uh, I want to do maybe some vinyl the next one. Oh, yeah. That'd be wild. Yeah, like a, some picture. You know that picture I have of that girl's pussy that's wrenched open? <laughs> yes. <laughs> God damn it. It's this, it's the, it's With all the gaping asshole ones, it's yeah. hard to keep them. I'm a, I'm a big fan of gaping holes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got a boomer's asshole. Uh, it, I call it the Mona Lisa, but people describe it more as the scream. Okay, I want you to tell this story because I still think you're totally fucking bullshitting me on this. And you're you're just... You're taking no. me for a ride on this. Like, okay. what is wrong with your friend's asshole? My, this is terrible. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really bad. There's a lot going on back there. Uh, my friend, Hamilton firefighter, children's entertainer. Oh, my fuck. Boomer, he, Boomer Phillips oh, sent no. me a picture like, fuck, five, six years ago. And uh, his girlfriend took a picture of him with his asshole spread. <laughs> But when you spread that thing, it looks like a fucking smash can of beans in a baseball glove. It's huge. And his dick's all fucked up. and It's a disaster. You see an X-Wing fly into it and <laughs> yeah, yeah, come out yeah, somewhere yeah. else. It has a Death Star, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It smells like it. And you, when you're around it, you're like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's better known as the Gaper. If anyone's interested in seeing this photo, you can email me at jasonrouse at gmail.com. Please send you the Gaper. And he said and follow it, him on Snapchat, by the way, too. Yeah. JasonRouse666. Yeah. Get the daily scat chat. <laughs> yeah, my scat chats. Better known as the log father to my fans. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's uh, an animal. And he had he's had pinworms for Ugh, over a year. Fuck. And, and that, these are like some parasitic worm. They look that, like little white worms, a little uh, bigger than rice, so and they gross. and they come out. Kids get them because they play around in dirt, and then they touch them. They get parasites, and they 
lay eggs and they breed all around your rectum at night That's and leave so this fucked. like marmalade. Like, uh, like you're seriously not fucking with me. No, like Chutney. He said Fuck, that man. when his his girlfriend gets like Cinnabon stains on her legs at <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that little bit of sand in it somehow. Yeah. Why? Some grit. It's all aquarium gravel he ate as a kid. Oh, it's all the pinworm shit in there. So I tell him, like, because uh, I think my brother had them at one time. I might even had them once when I was a kid. It's a Hamilton thing. Yeah, it's like so you jumped in, get in from Hamilton. the drinking water. I was, I was raised in a strip club. I had pink eye until I was 15. <laughs> so you, I asked him, I go, did you wash your hands? And he goes, never. <laughs> and he's always digging around in his asshole. So let's do the math. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and eats a lot of sashimi and stuff, too. You can pick up things, ah, parasites through raw fish. Bad um, sushi. Mercury, mercury poisoning, all that shit. Yeah, sure. But um, his asshole is a disaster. <laughs> it's a fucking... It's taken on a life of its own. It's not even... It's not like... It's more of a an art installation <laughs> than a... <laughs> a it's gaping horrible. mud puddle. It's, Is that what you see when you're driving to Hamilton? <laughs> and it's you're, I know people are listening and go, oh, your buddy's asshole. It ain't that big. It's huge. It's fucking huge. It's it, fucked it's up. It's huge. It looks like he's been peeling pineapples in a mud puddle. <laughs> I can, you know, you're the first full bore comedian I've ever hung out with. And my, my brother would always bullshit the fuck out of me so i'm very i'm always thinking that you're fucking with me I'm no like, like and then you send me his pictures like is this photoshopped you're like no it's like holy the fuck, gaper <laughs> it's a tragic picture how and does that happen I to said, a heterosexual dude he's got you know birth does defect. he bang black guys maybe <laughs> no, no, i think black guys bang him <laughs> yeah well there you go he's obviously a power bottom he, he looks like he fucks back <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, like eight fucks back. That's Boomer Phillips. <laughs> I was going to say, you keep saying his fucking name. Jeff like- Phillips from Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, actually, I'll give him a plug. He's uh, one of the bullies in Goon 2. <laughs> and he's on Letter Christ. Kenny now. He's on Letter Kenny. I've oh, never seen wow. the show. Yeah, he oh, just got a part in Letter Kenny. He's an actor. Yeah, he's an actor. I should make all of them Firefighter <laughs> and a uh, hate crime with his asshole. <laughs> You smell that picture before you see it. Fuck. Dude. Does he like bust this thing out at parties or something? I do. When he's around. <laughs> and he has no shame. Come on, Boomer. <laughs> he, he, loves it. he loves it. And the worst part, I've been sending that picture internationally for years. And it's built up a reputation that precedes him. So when he got to L.A., he came by uh, Jay Davis's show at the parlor on Monday. Did you come down on that show? What show? Uh, on Melrose Avenue, every Monday, Jay Davis does no, the... we left that night. Okay, Sorry. that's right. Yeah. But um, Boomer was in town. His girlfriend was uh, on the Canadian women's doubles beach volleyball. Oh. And she had a, a, a game in Long Beach. And she said, come into L.A. and hang out for a bit. I got a show on Monday. And I've been showing that picture to the comics. They hate it. No one likes it. I know. It's terrible. No one likes it. <laughs> it's the it's worst. It's a terrible picture. It's the worst. Just knowing that exists is bad. Do you know that picture of the Asian girl with her legs behind her head in the bathtub and the shit spraying up in her face? <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, gonna to eclipse that picture. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make my friend a star. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. He knows. What a shitty way to become a star, yeah. pun the pun. <laughs> <laughs> Mudhole Joe. Yeah, fuck. So I introduced him to Jay Davis, arguably one of the biggest comedy promoters in Los Angeles. And Jay extends his hand. He goes, oh, the gaper. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and he just, his face is just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, guilty as charged. Oops-a-daisy. And uh, anyway, 
Yeah, it's a terrible, terrible photo. But yeah, I've sent it to people uh, all over the place. How often do you do the scat chats? Because I'm honest, I don't follow you on that. I don't no, do Snapchat at all. Morton from Mayhem blocked me. <laughs> the guitar player from Mayhem blocked me. My buddy I Morty, <laughs> he blocked me. Uh, Astero blocked me. I've had, I've got like hundreds of people who, uh, okay, I've been doing, when all these different social media platforms would come out and I would be at shows and people would be doing streaming video when you're trying to do stand up and on uh, their fucking phones and fuck. disrupting the whole process. Uh, and then I'd see, I saw some girl at Jay Davis's show Snapchatting and I'm just like, fuck these things, man. They're, they're being disruptive to the art. Yeah, yeah. And uh, people were being selfish and trying to take a little piece of it and then run with it to to up their stock in some form or another. Yeah, get more I got, hits. I captured the comedian, you know, but yeah. you, you're not invested into the, the product of it. I but. think they're just trying to get a Kramer moment. <laughs> that too. And they just think they hear somebody's famous and they or they somebody you know it's just very uh moths moths to a flame as metallica would say oh that new album's not too bad don't hate you me, know people. what it was it it's pretty good dude i you know fuck it's better than the last one but i i say anger holy fuck <laughs> after the black album i yeah, bailed yeah, i jumped yeah. ship because i went to the first concert i went to was at justice for all whoa it, at cops coliseum queensryche opened whoa and uh I've never been to a, any show like that before. And it was such a big deal that we um, we ended up having to sleep outside in like minus 30 outside of Cops Coliseum. So there's like 100 skids all lined up outside of Cops Coliseum. People were stealing newspaper boxes and lighting them on fire. The fire department came like six times. There was some Shit. kid walking around on acid barefoot and his skin was clicking on the sidewalk. Oh. His toes were like this. Oh. He was high on acid and minus 30 barefoot for, for like hours. It was fucking crazy. Anyway. I've, uh, what I wanted to say was I actually, uh, and sorry, Cam, but whatever. Like, they were, my band was playing. And like, you know, okay, you want to put up a song? Like, sure. Okay. I can't stop people for, from doing this stuff. But, uh, you know, I kind of really got inspiration from all you comedians where i got on stage and i was like listen man like why don't you watch the fucking show yeah. with your eyeballs yeah they're way higher definition than this stupid phone like take in the moment like i don't want our stuff in in a terrible format yeah you know in the grainiest standing in the shittiest spot you know like the, the sound, sound quality is yeah. terrible yeah the video quality is terrible like if you want to do something let's do something yeah and i i get it you're trying to promote yourself uh like and stuff it's and that's selfish. all fine and everything but we're like we're we as a band are not here to promote you and none that's of what that. it turns into and that's what makes it selfish is like they are promoting themselves off of your art and it, like in that way and that's where i think it's kind of shitty yes it's like just enjoy the show and fucking tell your friends and they're yeah they're selling themselves out by not being present at the show why are we exactly they're staring through this phone to get this shitty yeah f- like to get it all in the middle frame and, and if that's like, how you want to see the show just sit at home and go online and google because there's 50 hundred other assholes that made the same fucking video well and that's what i ju- <laughs> i said too is i was like listen 
people paid fucking cover to come in here. Yeah. And now there's all these fucking people sitting at home watching this in a, a terrible version. And, you know, that's not going to make them want to come back out. No. You know, they, they already don't want to go to shows, and that's fine. And they just watch these Facebook or, or like Periscope, and Periscope is bigger and all this stuff. And, and it's like, fuck, you could live a virtual existence in your fucking house in your 9.1 surround sound. I mean, why wouldn't you want to have it like full bore because that's, awesome? That's form. That's that's a foreign place to be, to be present and in a group of people and sharing an experience. Right. Some people just can't do that. No, can they? I think they just can't fucking thing. leave their house. You're man. shaking your head going, you're blowing this for yourself. and uh, But they've grown up in an environment where these are all ways of about um setting a status and a thumbs up and a thumbs down it right. gives you some sort of social media um uh presence yeah. or a value to what what you're doing in your own life when yeah. who cares yeah just go and go to the show how was the show it was fucking awesome you yeah, should have been there well, i think a lot of people like it was funny when i first moved to the city in 01 I was, uh, my official title was Night Stalker at uh, <laughs> uh, Canadian Superstore. And so I was stocking shelves from like oh, one I in the morning. You like Richard Ramirez, <laughs> Night Stalker. <laughs> yeah, like, you glamorous. never told me about you were a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Malak, Malak, <laughs> but so I, I was new to the city and I said, well, where do you go? And it was like, and local people get this the most, but it was like, oh, well, you can go to Ranchman's. Which is like the hillbilly fucking gay bar, bar by the sounds well, of it. Yeah, the ranchman. They, but they won't admit it. Says, how come all the saddles have holes in them? That's how we fuck you, dum dum. And then they're like, "Oh, you could go, you know, to some other like highfalutin nightclub or something." And then they're like, "Oh, you could go to the back alley, but I'd never go there." And and then like the real awesome bar, the underground, never even came up. And until I was like, "Hey, man, have you ever been to the underground?" And he's like, "No, fuck, there's no way I'd go there." And I'm like, "Why, man? It's six dollar pictures. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this place is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the toilet smells a little funny, but big fucking deal. Like this is awesome. You know, it has some character. Like I feel like people are afraid that they're going to go out to some dingy club and get stabbed or something. Well, these all like, it's the same as going to your neighborhood pub, right? I think that's my point. There's uh, it- People who are very tribal, mm-hmm. you know, and or loners, or want to be in in accepted in the environment. That place that you want to go to, it wasn't a place where you know to be cool. Like it was just there to go and be yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, which is in turn what ended up making it cool. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it was cool because no one was trying to be cool there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's what made it cool. Don't go to bars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know I mean, I mean? All those people trying to be cool were at the nightclub. Yeah. You know, spending fucking twelve dollars a drink, and- living a lie. They all have <laughs> shitty lives. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you bring yeah. your shitty life down with shitty people and do shitty things and make mm-hmm. you feel better? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's listen to some more of the CD real quick. We here. should talk a little bit about the uh, packaging. The packaging. I don't know if you know this. Oh or not. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The art. The um, the guy who did that, he did a, a Kiss album cover. He did. Yeah, he's um, done tons of stuff. I think a, a Black Sabbath. He did a bunch of. Uh, Sam uh, Sheeran. Yeah, Mister Sam. Mister Sam. Mister Dash Sam dot com. 
I really I Go was listening to stuff, a lot of Mike Pat. I'll, this is this is how I came up with the concept for the cover. So I was going. I was listening to a lot of grindcore and Mike Patton. I had uh, both libraries of tons of artists on shuffle while I was kind of building my ideas around this concept for this album. And the uh, the first, or not the first, but the Warner Brothers Mister Bungle album. With okay. the clown face? Yeah, yeah. K- uh, Cal- uh, no, no, just uh, Mr. Bungle. Oh, yeah, 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 the self-titled one. Yeah, yeah. And, the, uh, and then the Repulsion album uh, cover with the hand-drawn kind of corpsey face. So I kind of Frankenstein those two ideas together yeah. with some f- the f- my logo, and uh, I sent him a photograph and gave him a loose idea, and he drew digital art over top of the photograph. Oh, wow. And did the color scheme like the Repulsion album. Yeah, and I don't think we've me- mentioned this yet, but this album is called Rotten. Yeah. Jason Rouse Rotten. And yeah, like half of his face is rotting off, and the other, it's pretty yeah. fucking nuts. I, l- I always thought that, like. And then the back is a big close up with the fucking. Yeah, I had cool. my. Uh, my- grills in i had gold yeah you had your grills okay so tell everybody teeth. about your grills why the fuck did you have grills or do you, you I, still do? Uh, uh, no i got rid of them once oh. once the joker movie came out the um jared leto oh did you see that's the article right there no a, i didn't uh there's there's an article online huh. uh, about how jared leto had stolen stolen taken <laughs> Uh, That's Hamilton English. <laughs> if you look at the um, Suicide Squad and look at the Joker and any photograph of me over the last decade. Sure. He's been ripping you off the whole time? I don't know. Somebody wrote a story on it. Uh, we should start a serious. beef with him right now. Fuck you, Jay uh, I, I, you, you know, I'm flattered. So I, I, I drifted from that. But it was mainly out of spite. I just felt it was like, you know... Uh, I saw a rap video, and I think it was a, a white rapper at Paul Wall or something. And he had a lot of a lot of money in his mouth. I, I like the look of it. I always like things that were black and chrome. I don't know what it is. So that uh, when I saw that video, I kind of jokingly I said, "I'm going to get that." My girlfriend at the time, you get that? We're fucking. I'm out. <laughs> well, we broke up. And I had a lot of cash in my pocket, so I went down to Nelly's. My friend uh, Jay Vegas, his uncle, worked as a, a jeweler at Nelly's at Bloor, at, or not Bloor, um, Young and Dundas. And I went in there, and he introduced me to his uncle, and uh, he specialized in custom jewelry grills. And uh, I told him how I wanted them, and they made them, put them in, and I wore them for like eight years or something like that wow wow yeah and then it just got you know it got played out and i, I kind of walked from it but they're definitely uh it was great on stage thing. yeah i yeah. stopped wearing them in the states a lot because it was just i got into repeated conversations trying to explain myself and it was just becoming annoying and just chicks were, you look better without that shit in your mouth and i'm like shut up <laughs> go wash your hole or you're going back in your cage <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah, the uh, the cover is 
that the cover was made before the album. I had recorded some stuff earlier, but that artwork had been sitting on the shelf for like a few years. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. And uh, but I, and I cool. had the concept and all the ideas and stuff, but it was in. Yeah, uh, I worked. It was totally cart before the horse. Like, yeah, well, that's the whole thing was a completely backward process. Yeah, well, at the end that's good because at least you're not scrambling at the end. Uh, to be putting together like final touches on mm. album art, right? Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's usually, you know, you bring in the music and they build the idea, uh, uh, the visual art around the songs. Yeah, sure. No, but I had the, the uh, picture. I think I, I play <laughs> off of a lot of theater of my mind and I imagine things and I try and manifest them and, and bring them to light. Mm-hmm. All right, well, here we go. Acid I think- helps. Here's what I think. We're, we should go track 25, Father Oh Fuck My Mouth. <laughs> 26. He used to teach at my Catholic school. <laughs> 26, here comes John. And then 27, Daddy's Pussy the Bit. All right. Okay. All right, we're going to do that. We'll be right back. Uh, it, if I'm outside after the show and you see me, uh, don't hit my face. I got a job interview at a school tomorrow. <laughs> guidance counselor at an Irish Catholic school father oh don't fuck my mouth are you sure this is where holy water comes from father Uh, easy on the Guinness your load looks like scalloped potatoes Way in a manger, no grip or a bed. Little Lord Jesus, gonna suck my fucking dick, you fucking big dog. Oh, you fucking whore. Oh. All right, now I'm gonna put it in your pussy. Roll over and pull those three hairs out. I want it really weird. We are going to hell together. Oh, good luck. You've been married forever, haven't you? Fucking bastard. How do you do it? You look legitimately happy. And how, how did you two uh, meet in, in Winnipeg? Through a uh, common friend. A common friend. Barnyard swingers, I love it. <laughs> Oh, here comes John with the same leather mask. We know it's you, John. You got a Care Bears tattoo on your asshole. It's not a Care Bear stare I want. You ever have her bent over and you're drilling her from behind and you look, you look into her asshole and go, you should take better care of that thing. I know you. I know you're not looking at it regularly, but uh, it looks like someone put out a cigar in your shit ring. Assholes are like snowflakes. None of them are the same. But an asshole will call the cops. I was, just, I was just talking about your butthole, madam. I used to date a girl. Her, she used to call her asshole daddy's pussy. Yeah, she used to make me wear her dead father's clothes and just fucking smash her fucking mud pocket. 
It was really weird. I got fired from the hospital for doing it, too. Fucking comatose patient. Comatose, yeah. They already had her strapped down, so I didn't do shit. Apparently, she was a scratcher a week and a half earlier, and I was going to shim it in there. And uh, just before I was about to come, she woke up in this kind of death rattle. I don't know, maybe, maybe I got magic powers. Interesting crowd work. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think, like, because I know where my, my mind is. And it's very much like a horror movie with just all the scary parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, there was, we were talking about that old couple. That was you hammering on them again <laughs> yeah they're usually very good older old, old blue hairs and at the shows they're never really the ones that complain it's like young yeah. white chicks that had too much to drink yeah oh, God. you know what i mean they go home that night and send an email yeah those are, those are the ones that are causing the biggest problems i don't know what it is with fucking i think it's too much education yeah over over education <laughs> yeah. well it all happened when we started letting them the vote Oh. And then everything went amok. Tell me how you really feel. No, I'm anything. Stupid suffering. Contrary, contrary to my onstage persona, I'm very much a uh, a fan of the lady. I think women are great. Oh, fuck You live right. with two of them. Yeah, I'm outnumbered now, yeah. I made one of them, though. Yeah, you got to stay. You can go, you know what? I'll cut this one in half if you want to fight about it. We'll do some biblical shit. Yeah. Do I cut you or your mother? <laughs> now look, I, now look, I, Dad's at it again. Get out of the margarita mix, Dad. You can't handle the sugar. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully my wife doesn't use this podcast against me in court like Alex Jones's wife is doing right now. Is that what's happening? Yeah, dude. She's saying he's all unstable and shit and... Yeah, of course he's unstable. Have you seen him? He's upset. Yeah. Well, and she's like, he does that show from his house. And the, you want the kids to be hanging out while he's screaming at the top of his lungs about the Illuminati or whatever. I love it, right? though, you know. I, oh, you got to have Alex Jones. You got to have Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. He'll be missed, you mm-hmm. know. I'm not even on the co- political train, but uh, him as a, as a performer and as a personality. Well, that's what he's trying to say. Him and his lawyers are trying to say. He's a performance artist. Yeah. In essence, that's what they're trying to say. I would agree with that. Yeah, so would I. I would totally agree with that. Regardless of you, how you're invested in some of his politics uh, and his points of view on some things or askew or what have, Mm -hmm. but he is electrifying. Yeah, and and so is was like John Stewart, right? Like that's like if somebody went after John Stewart. No one wants to see or Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert, right? He was playing. Like he's not like that on on the Alex late Jones show. is living it. He's in deep. Oh. Yeah, oh fuck. You know yeah, what I mean? Some... No wonder his wife's fucking a little fucked off. He's total. <laughs> he wakes up in night terrors all the time because he thinks there's shapeshifters. Yeah, I know. So, you know that that's a that's a crazy place to live, and either you're you're into Alex Jones or you're not. Yeah, that shit. It he's was a, funny sl- he's he was a slayer on... of on air personalities. Uh, yeah. Alex Jones. <laughs> Is Angel of Death. <laughs> Cue the music. Yeah. Angel of Death! 
We've been trying to get to this. You should plug your dates before <laughs> before the computer yeah. melts down. You've been handing out joints like we just had another kid and their cigars. I'm fucking blind on one no, eye. No, I haven't. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, I got dates. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited because... Yeah, because you're going international again. This is I'm fucking awesome. I'm doing some more shows. I have to go into Europe like every second or third year. Um, and I've been trying to stay in California as much as I can and do that. After this, I wanted to ask you about New York because you hang out in New York too, right? Yeah, I usually I'm in New York for two, at least two months of the year. I have a, a six month period where I have to be reside resi- resident in the United States. Oh, okay. So I'm in in uh, I'm usually in California for four months and sure. then in New York for two months. Sure. And uh, I usually go to New York like October, November, mid December. I'll do a little bit of the New York winter's nice, and you haven't been nice. Well, yeah, man. And they whine about it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because it snows, right? It's, it's, it's. For us, it's nice. People (laughs) who have to commute on foot don't want to deal with elements. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of foot traffic in New York, but it gets taken care of. You know, they're pretty on point. I think just the heat of the concrete in the city, a lot of this shit melts. Sure. But they get dumps. It's no different than what you've been dealing with here. Sure, yeah. But it's in, it's, you're, it's in a giant train set of this concrete. 10 million people. Buddy, fucking nuts. I, I got a, a migraine headache walking through Times Square because my um, the lights in the, the city was like overwhelming. It was like, it's insane. And the exhaust. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I blow <laughs> my nose and hockey pucks would shoot out of my mouth. Uh, it's really dirty, but you know, you're living in a place where there's such a concentration of people. It's you, You're bumping in, you're touching, you're sort And I like that element of it. People were... You go on a public transit, and it, it's the whole spectrum. You've got everything from er, any points of view or race or everything. It's so mixed, and everyone's forced to be together and work and make it work. Yeah. As opposed to there's not a lot of uh, teams. But, yeah, I was, I, I was uh, in Greenwich Village. I lucked out. I got a really nice apartment in Greenwich for, like, a few months, and uh, – Doing all the spots around town and shaking hands, kissing babies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I hear that just by listening to my favorite comedian's podcast. I always listen to yours. Obviously, safe word, you're listening to it right now. But also like the Bill Burr one and Stan Hope and fucking Rogan. And I just... uh, I just started downloading the Burt Kreischer one. I haven't listened to it yet, but... Okay. That guy's fucking funny. Yeah. Burt's coming to Calgary. Yeah, yeah, totally. We met in New York, actually, at the cellar, I think, for the first time. We we have a lot of similar friends in common and things, and uh, cool. Bert's generally just a fun guy. But what I always see these guys saying is that in New York, like even Nick DiPaolo, I'm a huge Nick DiPaolo fan, mm. and and Attell, of course, yeah. and, and it seems like you can get out there, you can get up there like six times a night, which is not, like, you can't do that you in can LA do, so you much. You could probably do 20 shows a week in New York. Yeah. When in LA, it's a, just a different thing, you know, it's Toronto, Vancouver, yeah, Los yeah. Angeles, New York, like, yeah. it's just density, you know, London, England, there's like 100 venues, New York's got 100 venues, you know, LA's got a handful of very prestigious places to perform in that comedy store the laugh factory and the improv yeah. and outside of that it kind of dipped you know the ice house and a f- few other places i might play but uh there's a huge gap 
And I think because there's not a lot of middle class people in Hollywood. Right. So there's not like a comedy circuit to say. It's all pedestals for people to peacock on. Sure. And, and then it after seems that, like, it's a gutter. Like the yeah. open mics are terrible. There's very few rooms that... Because nobody wants to travel into town from an hour out of L.A. to fucking no, see, to have, see an open mic, right? Like it seems like, right? And everybody's in the industry yeah. and everybody's entitled. So you got... A, sure. a shitty bar where the TVs are on, and there's yeah. comics are talking in the back. They get to draw names. To Us get metal on. guys know nothing about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the T. The uh, video lottery machines. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, you just play through fuck that, you, buddy. Yeah. No, <laughs> you guys are too loud. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're too something. <laughs> <laughs> They're, um, you know, sound is sensitive to comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like it's a fucking issue at a lot of these places. Yeah. They, like, I listen to the Kill Tony podcast. I love it. Tony Hinchcliffe, Death Squad. Look it up. It's amazing. And, like, their sound is so... It's like... Because I've never been in the belly room. I was in... Or the belly main, room's main upstairs, room. right? Yeah. Yeah, That's I was a in cool the, room. It's like Fight Club up there. Yeah, I bet. It's a dirty little, not dirty room, but it's a black box. Yeah. And in the summer, it's like hot as fuck in there, and a lot of crazy shit's been going down. I remember seeing a, a Chappelle up there with a, a three-piece like jazz band or something pl- doing what? comedy oh, yeah, for like five that. hours. Wild, wild, yeah. wild. Yeah, just sitting there on a stool. I'd go up and fucking, I had some friends in town from Sweden, and... uh uh, my buddy Ahmed there, he uh, he's like, I'm here watching Chappelle. Fuck. I go, are you cool? He goes, dude, I'm more than cool. Yeah. He goes, I paid for this ticket happily. And how much was it? I don't know. It was like 10 bucks. Right, right. Because it was yeah, like a surprise yeah. thing. Yeah. So you, well, they're trying shit out, right? Yeah. They're seeing what's sticking and all this mm. stuff, right? You get to see the masters work out. That, That's that, that place is a hub for, you know, it has the best lineups in the world. Yeah. As far as comedy goes. Yeah, it's like we were talking about earlier. Like, the fucking comedy store is really on fire right now. Yeah, it's and it's, it's cool. There's been crazy shit. You know, like we are saying, Elon Musk was there and, yeah. you know, various rock stars and actors. And it's getting a bit of a Hollywood buzz a bit. It's, get, it's becoming yeah. a cool place. And that was absent for the longest time. There's Comedy was going through its version of glam rock right. over the last 10 years with this hipster thing. Sure. This nerdy guys that don't get fucked. And then like hot chicks that swing big dicks on stage. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Sarah Silverman. Yeah. You know, assassin. Yeah. And then you'll get like uh, uh, more of a um, name names, but you know, like a nerd comic, you know, there's a lot of that. So, you know, and I always loved, you know, big, big performers. Yeah, you know, for sure. Epic, epic sp- spectacle or not, you know, something that you would talk about on the way home. Yeah, like Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you wouldn't talk about you talk about that when you woke up with a condom in your asshole and a shitty sweater on the end of your bed. <laughs> yeah. Where did I get this? Oh my god, uh, really? How many pudding pops did I eat last <laughs> yeah. night? How many sweaters does this fucking guy have? Bill Cosby is a break. This is another thing too. All these nerdy guys, these are the deviants. These are the new sexual predators. I'm oh. not the problem. I'm yeah, the fucking yeah, answer. Yeah. 
I might look like a school shooter, but I'll never rape you. <laughs> right. I'll shoot you, then I'll fuck you. Anyway, let's not get into my personal life. Yeah, yeah. There's a That's can- why you're such a vagrant in between towns. Or, uh, not vagrant, but... Uh, the tour's been crazy, by the way. The, the cops... Like rene- renegade, you know, when you come through town, what do they call those people? Fuck Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole from out of town. <laughs> yeah. I, look at this. I come into town, and I verbally abuse the locals. Yeah. Fuck the handicapped dishwasher at the hotel, <laughs> and I leave. That's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. It kind of wrecks my life when you come around, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's I not have, too bad. At least you're in, it's manageable. It, it, you're in show business, so <laughs> there's at least... Not, you don't have to explain to some of my friends at work as an accountant. <laughs> yeah, right. And they call their wife a cunt for no reason because <laughs> they think it's funny because they heard Jason do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, a different, uh, it's a different thing, you know? I, I live in, in the fringes of society, and uh, you you know, accumulate a very different kind of lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, especially you do it full time. You don't go back to fucking dishwasher when you're at home or whatever. No, I have or, or what you were, you were, I, I read or heard something on a podcast. That you were a framer, like when you were 20 or something. Yeah. I worked in uh, various, you know, construction stuff. I worked, I was a, worked as a stereo, uh, stairs, uh, Circular staircase builder. Oh, wow. And the guy that I worked for was a rapist. Dude, yeah, this, I heard this story and he got, he got nailed for being like a serial rapist. Yes, he was a stony rapist. He was killing them, right? Uh, I don't think, no, I don't think he killed them. He, he had two young daughters. I met his daughters and his wife uh, a handful of times and he was kind of a, you know, a Dan, uh, John Goodman type guy. Oh, no. And uh, very uh, unassuming. But what he was doing, he'd go in and do um, appraisals and then wedge the windows and go back and rape them. Dude, that is so fucked. Yeah, he'd rig the door jams and stuff on these homes and come back and assault them. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking the worst. Good old Hamilton, Ontario. Fuck. He's from Stony Creek. <laughs> Fuck that uh, guy. Oh, oh, oh. Hamilton's got worse. Stony Somebody Creek. sent me a news article. Of a uh, a news story in the Hamilton Spectator was like eight a.m. sledgehammer fight in downtown Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> sledgehammer fight in the hammer. Yeah, who, did, who gets in a sledgehammer? It's very top heavy, right? Yeah. You really. And if you're, I guess you're from the math. Other, and then the other guy brings another one. Yeah. Well, that's the <laughs> like, thing. What the fuck? It, they're two methed out psychos who show up not with the guns or nice sledgehammers, matching dueling sledgehammers. All right, let's listen to some more of this. Hold on, uh, let me let me look at it. Where are we at here? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming back now. Yeah, totally. Oh, here we go. We should do coolest girl at the party. Ah, oh, okay. Milady <laughs> and uh, cigarettes and battleships. Ah, oh, I don't even remember what cigarettes and battleships are. Uh, I do. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. All right. How many girls actually by a show of hands have actually had come in their anuses? Come on. <laughs> yeah, she put up her hand. You've had semen in your butthole. 
<laughs> That's the cool chick at the party tonight, all right? Come in my ass. I call it morning coffee. Was it, uh, was it your cum, sir? No, it was not. No, it was not. <laughs> Again, the coolest girl in the room. Bonjour. Come, asshole. I used to date a girl that uh, preferred her in the ass. I hate it when she get on top because her balls used to bang against mine. It was, it was terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Ugh. You smell like old spice. Madam. My lady. So let's get back to your asshole. What was it was it the first time like for you? Look at me. I want you to go back there and look at me at the same time. How old were you when uh Johnny Rocket fucked the old dirt star. Was it I was it a, I don't have a condom kind of thing or you were having one of your uh, heavy days? Why is that the go-to when a girl's bleeding? Like, fuck me in the ass, my cunt's a little red. It's like, I'll take the blood over your shit ring any day. At least if I got blood on my face, I'll look cool. If I got shit on my face, I'm short on my rent. So you got fucked in the asshole. That's kind of fun, huh? Was it? Look at me. So uh, how old were you? You were kidding? Oh, now you're the good person. That girl has come in her asshole now. And it's getting... That's what that is, is yeah. Blood-soaked condom hanging out of her shit ring. Okay, there's no condom. Just shit and blood. Are you happy? You've changed, Calgary. You've changed. Don't touch me. Well, good luck with your asshole. You think cigarettes give you bad breath? Try pop a cock. I think get a lot more teenagers to stop smoking. Do they change those cigarette warnings from those cancerous lungs? Just with a kid with a dick in his hand crying. <laughs> that doesn't go away with mouthwash. <laughs> Fuck! There better be a filter on these. <laughs> Tattoos are fun, though, aren't they? I asked that question last night. A lady said she had a tattoo of a battleship on her tits. So why, why that? She said, that's where all the semen go. <laughs> what do you say? The only thing I could say was... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then we kissed. We kissed. Ah, yes. Some more crowd play. <laughs> mm, crowd play. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. yeah Holy were- shit. <laughs> So yeah. you're, you're a pretty fucking hardcore comedian is the point. <laughs> yeah. I'm the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the worst comedian in the world. It's amazing. It's like you have turned into some kind of like superhero villain where you were all nice at the beginning and then they gave you this award and it's fucked break, your whole life up. <laughs> break, breaking Bad. I did a whole Breaking Bad. You know, I, 
I started off in the beginning, it was very Jim Carrey influenced for, you know, that was kind of my role model in the beginning when I'd seen him live in color and Jim's film career and his background in stand-up. And not only that, but grew, grew up less than an hour from where I was. Oh, wow. So they, I uh, adopted a lot of his uh, mannerisms and his kind of presentation. And I had some of that already in place. But he, his no, like just go. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can always yeah. come back from that. Yeah, yeah. And, the uh, general, the big, the big. Yeah, go, let's, let's take this as far as we can and we can yeah. come back from that. Yeah. So add excessive graphic filth and violence. <laughs> uh, and there you go. Ta da! Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, it does, you know, it does change. You listen to early. CK and no, yeah, you know, there, there's it's it's a transformation that takes place, and you know, and it will keep changing ideally, yeah, or you and, become stagnant, and yeah. so on. I think but, I'll always be dressed in black, right? I sure. think that'll be always the the consistent, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's funny, like, like when all that stuff, and this is probably part of the we were just talking about the comedy store and all that, like. Like that, all that stuff that happened with Mencia and Rogan, where he called him out for ripping off jokes and all mm. that stuff, and 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 then, like it was funny. Like Rogan had a couple kids around that time, and I really loved his stand up. And then there was like a special or two after that where I was like, "What the fuck happened, man?" And then he came back after that, and it was like, "Holy shit!" You know, you, you know. So it's the life events. It's weird how the life events. It makes me wonder. Like Bill Burr just had a kid. Yeah, like is that going to happen to him? You know, yeah, you know, it, it's, where you just fall further and further into <laughs> into. Yeah, well, you're I, never having kids, right? No, well, that yeah. that's the thing. I know that <laughs> you're going to do the this gaper forever. boomer. He calls them dream killers, children. <laughs> he calls them dream killers. So, you know, I don't have um, anyone who loves me. <laughs> so because of that I can I'm allowed to go farther than anybody. Well, yeah, that's like you can consistently tour the world, like consistently go. So, with that, give me your goddamn dates. We need to get the dates oh, off. Date? Sure. Everyone's <laughs> been on the edge of their seat. Moncton, New Brunswick, <laughs> all the exotic. Okay. So, we did a uh, uh started off the tour in Los Angeles, Vancouver, then Abbotsford. Oh, yeah. Uh, Abbotsford was insane. Yeah. I walked off stage twice. Uh, a, a crazy fan showed up at my hotel room banging on my door. Whoa. And the police came. Whoa. She, she took a swing at the and hit the lady behind the counter. What the and fuck? And then uh, my fellow comedian friend, because I didn't go out the door. He came out of his room to see what was going on because yeah. he was next door and then see that this drunk girl's outside my room and he's trying to help her. I'm like, fuck this fucking pig. I didn't, I didn't even move. I've dealt with crazy so much. I know when to get upset and when not to. So I just laid there and wait for her hand to get tired. <laughs> and then, um, so the, um, yeah, so she farted on the sidewalk when they were handcuffing her. <laughs> Right in front of my friend, he said she took a deep breath in handcuffs and went ear <laughs> levitator. Yeah, just ear. Isn't that great? Well, that she is just great. deflated. Wow. Well, physically and uh, mentally, 
So, so you came from Calgary via Abbotsford, right? Via Abbotsford. I had yeah. a, a four or five days off in Vancouver, which is nice. I like to kind of just walk around the city and yeah, it's hang out and stuff. And um, Great place to visit. Yeah. You don't like it, huh? No, it's whatever. different. It, it's different. Um, <laughs> Doesn't matter what I like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, Calgary uh, this weekend, and then uh, this coming up weekend, I am in Halifax. Oh yeah, you're going out east, and then St. John, New Brunswick. There might be something in in Moncton. We'll see if we can put something together, and then um, I will be in on. I'll be back in Toronto for a week at the end of May. Then June, July, yep. and then late August, uh, things start to pick up. Oh, yeah. So I will start my European a leg of my uh, Kill the Live tour. Uh, oh, I'm doing uh, Sudbury on May 20th. But the big show, Bremen Theater in Copenhagen, September 4th. Uh, Music Hurst, Host in Allhurst, Denmark. Then the Stockholm Comedy Club in uh, Stockholm, Sweden, September 9th. Gasta Comedy Club in Gavla, Gavla September 30th. And then uh, th- I think there's going to be some Poland and Germany and maybe Holland. And maybe a couple other countries will be added around those European dates. And then around October, uh, I start off October 4th. Toronto, and then uh, like Ajax following that, London, Vaughn, Mississauga. Oh, cool. And then I think over to New York uh, in uh, early November. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about, we touched on New York a bit. Mm. Oh, go to jasonrouse.com and you can probably find all those dates. Yeah, yeah, all the dates are there. Yeah. Um, But so did you like New York? Yeah. Okay. It reminded me of London. You oh, know, London, and I, England. Yeah. I love London, England because you could commute. You know, I don't drive. A lot right. of people notice about me. I'm 45 years old and I've never driven a car in my life. And um, wow, I um, I like the the ability to be able to get around a, a large city and um, public transit. You right. know, and Uber's not bad at all, especially in LA. It's it's been very helpful for me. Very inexpensive cheap way to get away around. did it work out in calgary the other night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, it was fine that's yeah, back good um and uh the guy was a numb nut he all he did do was drive straight down the road and drop me off on the right he ended up coming up around the building around the back went in a dead end and oh, i just no. had to put my head down <laughs> oh I'm no fucking strangle this guy with a seatbelt. <laughs> like, fuck buddy the map's pointing you right to the spot why would you zig around a candy cane up all around these fucking dead end streets ah we're dead end again we turn around ah fucking hell anyway uber doesn't work for everywhere that's what i was getting at. yeah it, well they outlawed it here and then they just allowed it back which is weird yeah that is weird uh you know the cab drivers are so fucking shit that Uber driver wasn't really a good example, but if he would have stuck to the program, we wouldn't have had that fucking problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, um, you can see where you're going. You know how many taxis I get in in major cities and they don't know conveniently where they're going? Right. Oh, dude, it happens. If you're like passing out in the back of the cab, they'll yeah. take you 12 blocks out of your way. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like and that. just rack up the meters. So yeah, yeah. this yeah. shows you exactly how long it took you. What the drive line was, and, and yeah, it's, yeah, and it's attached to your card, so it's immediate. Yeah, yeah. You do that. There's no exchange of hand, money in hand, and yeah, you know that you can get to where you're going. Mm-hmm. I think it yeah, works no, really good cool. for hookers. 
Yeah. I think that's a, a big thing with uh, prostitutions going up because they can Uber the whore to their house and home. Holy shit. Right? Never even thought of that. Yeah. Well, I have. <laughs> Read a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was the thing in, L- in Hollywood. Life hacks. Life hacks. This is a yeah. segment on the podcast. You get, it's fucking you life get, uh, hacks. <laughs> pussy like pizza now, right to your door. 30 minutes or it's free and it's yeah. always hot and full of incurable diseases. Actually, this has turned into an impromptu like segment on the podcast. Do you know any scams that you want to tell everybody? My, I don't know why it's happened. But. My life <laughs> is a, such a scam. Um what do you mean, like a scam? Well, just maybe some. It could be a story of something that happened, maybe you know, way long before after you could be charged uh, for it, or something ongoing, like somebody had like, oh, you just call and then you. Anyways, I can't remember, but I have friends that are like very clever scammers. They they're not. They just they don't. They just manipulate the system a little bit. Sure. In their favor, I don't. <clears throat> I'd yeah. be you play it pretty straight. I play it, pay out, be done with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to occupy my mind. Nobody with, can touch you with a, with a strategy of trying to yeah. trick whatever it is. So, yeah. all my bullshit is on stage, right? Sure. Off stage, I'm very serious asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll be out. People could be jumping out of the windows on the trampolines. I'll be sitting in the corner with a cigarette hanging in my mouth. And everyone's like, are you okay? I'm like, this is it. <laughs> this is the best. This is the best. <laughs> Malachi. Malachi. And then I put a blood cross on my forehead and just start biting people's faces. Ah! <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I, I think this is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, what should we, like? What should people look? What do you want people to look up like on YouTube about you? Like, uh, like the blue set's pretty rad, right? Yeah, there's a bunch you of stuff. Check out, Some like, of it's just a little check re- out Jason Rouse a online. Redundant. Uh, there's yeah, super my, so- old stuff on there. Yeah, or? there's a bunch. I try and um, I'm going to be posting some stuff. I'm I found an old a box of old VHS tapes that we had made home movies of in the 80s, like 88. 89. So I've got like uh, super long hair and all this crazy shit. I've been eating pumpkin seeds out of it. Yeah, you're uh, an asshole. Uh, over the mic. That's, that's what makes you prove what you're saying about yeah. being an asshole. See, at least I'm You're eating honest. pumpkin seeds on your own podcast. Yeah. Did you know that? I have <laughs> no respect for myself or anybody around me. I just need to have that airplane dump in the morning on the plane. You ever hear pumpkin seed farts? <laughs> Holy fuck. I had, oh, you're loading up for something. Yeah, yeah. I take the mud cannon on the plane. And I, I, I pull my pants down. Okay, say say this is the window side. Your right side. I, yeah. I slide my asshole over to the edge of the seam of the chair against the window side. You're talking about scams? Here we go. <laughs> So, and then I'll pull my pants down, underwear and all, and I'll hang my asshole over the back of the seat and pretend I'm sleeping and just slowly unload. The long long drawl. It sounds like an old man taking an exhale. (sighs) Garlic. And then I actually heard a guy six rows down go, come on. Everyone was it's sleeping. Just, Everyone was sleeping on the plane. I carpet bombed the whole plane. Yeah. He's just hitting him like a fog machine. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? And is- the worst part is he went, 
come on. He woke up. He must have been yawning with his, like, sleeping with his mouth on. Kibbles and bits, kibbles and bits. Come on. Yeah, it was bad. Why? I got up to take a shit, and the baby was banging on the window to get off the plane. <laughs> My diaper's two dumps deep, and it doesn't smell like pumpkin ass up the front there. Yeah, I'll unload on the plane. Well, fuck. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Man, it's a and pleasure. Thanks, thanks for being on Jason Rouse's Safeway. <laughs> yeah, and thanks for getting hard in Nate's backyard. Well, now let's talk a little bit about you. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, no, well, I bet you... Uh, remember that fateful night at Stetson? Oh, shit. Yeah, we're going to get into this fucking So night. is it We Found the Body? We Found There's the like Body. There's like six Good or seven gross. bands. Yeah. Um, no, actually, that night it was just the three. The three. It was We Found the Body Open. You did like... 50 45 or yeah. 50 it was a then, shit show and then we did 45 my old band kill you guy and then we went to some recording space afterwards yeah but in between there i don't know if i've told this story on the podcast it's fucking pretty crazy so rouse goes up and destroys it was fucking hilarious i mean holy fuck and <laughs> this is at a rowdy metal bar yeah in the, the Stetson, uh, yeah it's down south in calgary and they don't really do shows there anymore but they used to for a while and it this was it was slammed i remember it being like pretty packed like yeah maybe, it was it, packed. it was like 90 percent sold out or something like if it wasn't sold out and fucking so Rouse goes up, destroys the whole entire world, and then my band is setting up that is not holy fuck crazy comedy. And we're setting up and my drummer like puts his, his kick drum down and you know where it's gonna go and we start setting up and as we're setting up, this fucking bottle comes flying from out of the crowd <laughs> out of nowhere that we can't see. And like bounces off my drummer's fucking kick drum, and it was so weird, man. Like it was like this is like before the, the show started. You guys, yeah, played. we're just setting up, and, and then fucking so the air just got weird. Everybody was like, "What in the fuck was there that?" There was tension. Yeah, definitely through the roof, and and fucking so my singer uh, at the time, uh, still a good friend, Wes. He, he's like, give me the fucking mic, give me the fucking mic, give me this mic, turn off this mic right now. And uh, like, even while we're setting up, he's like, who fucking threw that bottle? He's just like, fuck you, man, you'll throw bottles in the standoff. Yeah, and all this shit. And then we, we set up and we played this song. And then he, he goes, yeah, I keep, I hate to keep bringing this back up, but. If you guys could sodomize that piece of shit that threw that fucking bottle at us, that'd be great. And then Buddy walked right up to the front of the stage and looked at my singer and went, it was me. I thought you'd think it was funny. And then, like, put his cheek out, like, punch my face off. And, you know, at the time... Anyways, it doesn't matter. We need, we don't need to get into a bunch of stuff, but it was like, quit killing everybody, Wes. So then, <laughs> and then he looks at me, and I throw my hands up in the air, like, fucking hit him. You know, like, yeah. fucking, fuck this guy. He's throwing bottles at performers. Fuck this shit. Yeah, I hate you when know, people you, do that shit. But, like, you, you, you've stepped over a line big time, you know? And uh, so then um, my drummer, Ryan Boyko, hilariously just counted the song in, like, before anything could happen. And then, actually, what happened was, is a good friend of ours, I'll, we'll just call him Mark. 
uh, he was like, that's the fucking guy. That's the fucking guy. And then my my drummer goes, one, two, three, four. And they jumped in the pit and just started <laughs> overhand smashing this dude. Like, I was standing there, like, we're playing. And I'm like, there's these girls. I'll there's never forget. a full-blown forget. fist fight. Oh, like, overhand bombs. And, and, and all of that. And, like, anyways, other he people were dragged outside, kicked, fucked out the door. Yeah. yeah he beat it, on him. It was terrible. It ended up bad for that guy but whatever <laughs> don't throw fucking bottles at people but so i'm like standing there and these girls are like i'm on stage and there's these girls that are right up front but they have their back to me because they're watching this and they have this like horrified look there's like oh my god every hit it's like yeah. Oh, yeah. and then I, i'm sitting there for for a second i was like fuck should i just stop this whole show right now and then i saw one go like smash and i was like fuck this guy man don't throw fucking bottles at performers yeah. I mean, come on man it's that easy we could like, have blinded him oh it, yeah in the wrong spot i mean right you, you could face, kill somebody you blind kill somebody him. but but yeah that was the first time we met <laughs> yeah 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 and then yeah we did end up uh at, i was working at slaughterhouse studios go check them out if you're local you want to rehearse and record and stuff but uh we ended up back there for the after party and uh yeah that was a great time crazy place eh? slaughterhouse. yeah i, I found some pictures on my facebook from back then it was mm-hmm. had uh on this day button or whatever and all these yeah. these shows and i'm like fuck that was eight years ago yeah so well oh eight i think that was oh eight could have been somewhere in between oh six and oh eight yeah <laughs> could yeah, have been oh yeah. six for sure yeah and it was great i think that was one of the few rock comedy shows i've done in canada that worked and then you brought in the metal festival. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah. That was a good time. That was a good time. What was what were some of the bands on that lineup? Because I remember the poster. They looked like there was probably uh, 200 bands. Oh, well, no. there was That was the biggest one we ever did as far as bands went. And it was 80, I think it was 84. 84 bands. Days. How many over venues? Three different venues. and But some of them going on simultaneously and stuff. It was... Uh, it was intense, yeah. And we scored like I scored a, a couple, like a couple touring packages happened to be coming through. Like, yeah, uh, like there was Skeleton Witch, which was awesome. They were outstanding. Oh, yeah. I was impressed. And, and, and that's so amazing as a concert promoter when you can have a band on tour like that because they're fucking locked in. Yeah, like you could fl- spend all this money flying a band out, and they've only jammed twice, and it's like fuck. You yeah, know? yeah, but to get you a got band on, on top tour, form. yeah, and and for a deal. Yeah, because because it's cool, right? And um, there was them, but then there was like Scale the Summit and uh, um, got the Scale the Summit tour with a bunch of prog bands that we did at Broken City. That was awesome. You know, it's like why go up against them, right? If we can include them, that of course, and, and it and, works good. You know, it's it's good for them on an off night to make some money, sure, and do a, a show that probably going to be a lot more explosive yeah. and exciting because of the, it's a smaller venue on a weekday so the serious people are there yeah i mean I, like this was this was even odd like i think we had that scale the summit and uh on the not architects it's fall of the architect 
trying to remember what the headliner's name was. It's escaping me at the moment. But it was a Friday, and it's still, like, because there was competition because there was Metal Fest happening on Friday at Dickens, too. So it was kind of like people had to choose, do I want this kind of metal or do I want this kind yeah. of metal? And after that, we started Isn't trying Isn't that to- nice, though, that at least there's a choice? Well, opposed to, sure. like, we got a rock, who's, pl- I don't know, it's rock show. Yeah. You know. So it was cool, but we tried to get away from that in the future editions of Metal Fest just because... The market's pretty small as it is. Exactly. There's, there's a there's lot a, of... There's a cap on... Like, we have a small population. We only have a million in Calgary and, you know, what, whatever, like, not 10%. It's more like, well, maybe 10% is all the people in Calgary that even would listen to anything heavier than very Nickelback. Very niche. Very niche, yeah. <laughs> anything heavier than Nickelback. You know, like... So, take we're like one percent. So you know, like yeah, it's a that, very unwanted, a neglected market. People? Yeah, that's yeah, a, the, they sell the 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 genre sells like makes billions of dollars every yeah, year. Yeah, sure, but they get to go up and down the eastern seaboard and the western seaboard and fucking where all those people are. Right, mm-hmm. that's what's so shit. That's the only thing that's shitty about Canada. I mean, it's probably why it's no awesome people? too. Yeah, there's not, there's just not enough people. <laughs> no, there's no, just, that's what I mean. Like the, for the whole entertainment industry, it's just lack of population. People yeah, need the fuck more. <laughs> but we won't see it. We'll be dead. Yeah, time. but but <laughs> but at the same time, maybe people might make fun of us from the grave. <laughs> oh. Uh, f- you for sure until uh, you gonna die. Be a that's, when you're, that's when we'll sell those CDs, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just do it already. You, <laughs> at, you at my funeral with a trench coat, CDs, CDs. You got a merch table set up at my, on my casket. We got Jason Rouse T-shirts, CDs from 2004. You get them while they're not hot. They've never been hot. Oh yeah, it'd be funny. God. You just kind of pull up <laughs> and then put a bunch of T-shirts over my casket and CDs. Hilarious. Yeah, that that is really funny. <laughs> I, I feel like I have to do that now. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about faking my own... Can you sign this own, piece of paper that says that's okay? <laughs> I was going to fake my own death. Oh, that's a good idea. But the internet's... They'd find You'd me. have to fly somewhere that nobody could have the internet at. <laughs> like, Plus my mother. Yeah. She'd cry. She'd oh, cry just tell your sure. mom you're going to do it. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> How can I tell her? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> if you're going to, if you're going to, yeah, you got to commit, right? <laughs> yeah, you do totally got to commit. <laughs> well, look at Bob Azuda. Shows up as Tony Clifton at the comedy store sometimes. Really? Yeah. Still does. He does shows too. Wasn't that... Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Andy Kaufman and him would do Tony Clifton. So when George Shapiro oh. was managing uh, Andy, Bob Mazuda, 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 uh was Andy's writing partner. So they started to do Tony Clifton, but wanted to make it so that if... And either of them happened that they could keep doing the character. So right. Andy would come in and make up, and then Tony would come in and make up, and he'd try and figure out who was who. And then when they got it right, that's what they stuck with. So to this day, it's all on point. And he wow. shows up with hookers. He flicks cigarettes at people in the <laughs> audience. Oh, yeah. I was, ho- I was like... Sitting there, he flicked a butt right on some guy's fucking shirt. Oh, <laughs> All right, you fuck. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. He's got these 
beat up hookers under his arms. He's, he, and, Wild. And Bob, I've talked to him at the improv. Nicest guy. Comic relief. You know, okay. Rob Williams, Whoopi Goldberg, you know, yeah, yeah. Le- well, that, was, I, that was my f- kind of first, like, I was like five years old when that came out. Yeah. And it was everywhere. Yeah. Like, and and all those big names and that, and they were fucking hilarious. Like, anyways, I don't know, it probably looks like shit if you watch it now, but. Sure, at the time, it oh, was, man, I was everybody like five, knew comic relief. Rob Williams, you know. Yeah, yeah. He sat beside me at the improv one night. Wow! I didn't even know how. How do you address it? Nice. I said <laughs> yeah. hello. Nice to see you. He was very cordial, and you know, but you I know, didn't want to press it. That's a thing. I mean, I bet it's interesting you say that because okay, I'm gonna not kill myself. <laughs> kinda. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do it. The cigarette. You try to talk me into this thing. <laughs> We you need to move go some product. Dude, look at the Nirvana sales. <laughs> I know. They went up a bit, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Why is there a shotgun in the, op- <laughs> the booth yeah. here with me? <laughs> but it's painted like a pogo stick. <laughs> Boom! Ow! My jaw flew off. You ever see those guys that try to commit suicide and they botch oh, it? Oh, yeah. yeah. One guy, he's missing. Can we not? Blew his jaw off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What did I show you that was terrible? Oh, fuck. Everything you fucking show me <laughs> is the worst of all time. It's really time. bad, huh? Dude, the gaper, the last one there, fuck. Yeah, that one's like, bad. Fuck yeah, that. pinworms. <laughs> Dude, that's so fucked. He's got a bait <laughs> shop in his, in his asshole. It's really bad. No, but what I was just trying to get to was, like, I kind of do... There's been certain times where I'm like, holy fuck, this person's like famous. Like and it's not, but let's just say like Dave Lombardo. Yeah. Like and I t- really try not to fanboy. Like actually at your show I, <laughs> I might have fanboyed a bit with Darren Rose. Oh yeah, Darren. Yeah, yeah, like a good buddy of mine. Hilarious. Yeah. And uh like he it was so funny cuz Nancy and I for this is a local thing, but everybody thinks Nancy and I are our husband and wife. Yes. Right? But I, I have a wife and she has a husband and there's, anyways. And I'm married to all four of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have this happy little comedy yeah. happening. Malachi, Malachi. <laughs> so he tried to call us out, you two together? Like on stage. He goes, oh, on stage, Darren Rose was like, hey, like, uh, so you, happy couple, right? How long? And I'm like, we're not together, dude. Uh-huh. And I just, so anyways, we ended up sharing an Uber. And I was kind of fanboying because he's on that the um, what's the game show in Canada? Uh, match, match game, Steam, yeah. He's the host of Match Game, so you that's can, where I was fanboying with him in L.A. in yeah. an Uber. I was like, dude, you're a fucking Match Game. This is crazy, man. Like yeah. you're like fucking Alex Trebek. This is fucking nuts. It's know? it's a very and, uh, and he was like, you're too big. Stay away from me. Don't hurt me <laughs> like like Bobby he's, Lee. He's was. tall. He's he's a tall guy. Yeah, himself. I know. But I was I was drunk and excited. Yeah. And he was like, stay away from me. So that was my point with all this is besides Darren Rose. Sorry, buddy. Um, I try to like stay, you know, like you just said, what are you going to say to Robin Williams? What are you going to be like? Oh, man, I fucking love all your comedy. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, like, he's he's, he's like, shut 40 the years, fuck yeah. up. Like, he wouldn't want to hear that, right? I just love the fact that I, you know, I had some sort of interaction with, you know, comedy royalty. Sure. And, uh, and, just kind of leave it as is if they if they want to when i speak they it's usually people that are like super famous and shit if they want to initiate 
a conversation. Then they're more open. You don't know what's going on in people's heads. Exactly. You That's know what I mean? I, like, yeah. And then, oh, he's, and I don't want to have my feelings hurt by somebody I look up to. Right. You know, I saw Dave Mustaine uh, over by a tour bus, but there was a huge gap in the parking lot. Yeah. And I knew as I was walking towards, he knows that I'm coming to see him. Yeah. yeah. The guy in a leather jacket and a metal con. He's walking over, right? So, and I looked and I had, I got, I couldn't do it because the idea of making it halfway across and him going, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, waving you I would have put my head down like pig pen and just walked <laughs> off into the water and drowned myself. Uh, but, you know, guys like Lemmy and Ronnie James Dio and, uh, you know, uh, dozens of other guys have really, you know, had a place in my life uh, from an artist's perspective and then meeting them and then becoming more fans of them. Sure, you know, yeah, and not yeah. only them, uh, what like they as do. people, yeah, as people, because cool. you're like this guy wasn't a total dick to me the whole time, totally. And I yeah. couldn't tell you how nice Ronnie James Dio was. Oh yeah, the, wow, the, the three times wow. we I spent hours with him while he smoked hash joints and drank red Fuck, wine. Really? Yeah, in Finland. Oh, in, oh man, oh, oh, you can't make that shit. up. No, it was insane. And my I brought two Finnish comedians, and they were like, "This is insane." Like th- this kind of stuff, that, it's fun. They're fucking. It's fun. He's the biggest of the legends of all time in a lot of circles. I brought uh, all hail the Yeti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. To Russell Peters's Fourth of July party. Whoa! So it was like all like you know John Favaro's DJing and all these rappers and celebrities and um, it it's uh, it's weird. And, and then I got all my tattooed friends from fucking Canada. The uh, the bands there it was just such a weird dynamic but it was cool yeah it's fun so, to have that stuff yeah i'm glad you're not telling that all hail the yeti story because i'm sure it's probably insane but uh <laughs> we were we were kind of <laughs> no, asked no, no, to leave. No, no, i don't know you were kind of asked to leave okay fair enough. yeah we were starting to kick it up and they got pissed because it was fourth of july and there were so many canadians there we all sang all Canada over the 4th of July firecrackers. <laughs> and it was, we were on this big Marvel Fuck balcony yes. and they were so pissed. And then they remember Russell Peters is Canadian. You could be, ah. <laughs> oh, keep yeah. that to themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Enjoy who- your steak and lobster, you fucking scumbags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ever heard of Titanic? That was a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> they buried some of them in Halifax. There's a Titanic part of the graveyard. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but they were kinda, murdered by the locals when they swam on the beach. They thought they were dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> they panicked, killed the last remaining survivors with sledgehammers. Like we were talking about, and it's not to fucking, I mean, obviously you've been in the business 20 years, whatever I'm like behind you, but like kind of my point, the reason I brought it up, cause it like with what you said with the Robin Williams thing is, isn't it interesting? Like, like, I mean, you were talking about this chick in Abbotsford that's farting on the sidewalk and getting arrested by the cops because she's such a psycho and all this shit, uh-huh. right? <laughs> and then, you, you know, it's like... I don't know why I smiled when you said that. <laughs> I don't like that. It stresses me out, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, I've even had it where, like, people come up to me right after I walk off stage and they're like, dude, I shot me. It's like, yeah. dude, can you stop yelling in my face? Like, I yeah. just had cymbals in my right ear. Like, you know... Like, I just had a full bore experience. Like, just give me 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, and, and maybe enjoy what know. I just did for and, and a minute. And it's just, like, it's nobody's fault. They're just doing it because they're pumped, you know, that they, they like the art and stuff. 
but it's like whoa so like when that's my point is when i meet people i try to just be like hey man yeah like nice to meet you start off treat them as like a normal people place yeah some people like i had a guy come up to me at the end of the show um i don't know if he was nervous he was on a date and with his girlfriend and they had come up to me at the end of the show and he was uh like taking little jabs at me but trying uh, to puff puff himself up i was just like that gay guy in la man he kept like hugging me and like, that was a little jab and i'm like dude what are you doing like you're trying to provoke me yeah you know i'm uncomfortable yeah and you're trying to provoke me yes yeah it's a weird thing it's like a, a self-sabotage because the 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 it's gonna end in violence or yeah you know what i mean you push me or not a position yeah, yeah or you know yeah. that's what i'm saying i was like let's just get the uber now that's the third time he's been warned like they have to let me back into america i have two passports but yeah no this, i this still don't want to be in la loser. jail for smash oh. fucking some loser right yeah like, you know what i mean like it's not worth the it fucking fuck. scumbag like i miss all my flights and fucking mm-hmm. it's gonna cost me at least a hundred bucks <laughs> and first of all who wants to spend the time yeah they, it's exhausting Financially and like, and, and but that's the sad part is when they keep going. There's a lot of idiots. Up you're there. like, yeah, man, he, this is terrible for you. He was just going, going, yeah. but I could see, I could see the holes in what he was doing. No, no, but I'm saying any of these people like this, it's like it's sad that you revert, you resort to this to fucking. That's how you. That's how you interact with people when we're all trying to have a good time. You're gonna be like that. You know, and that yeah, it's weirds a me out. It's, it's a like weak character trait. I just feel sorry for them, and go, like that's where I'm like, nah, nah. Yeah. you're not roping me into a fucking assault charge, asshole. I was, I was very much like that in my youth. Where <laughs> I, I was completely ag- aggravating mm. to like, and now that's coming back on me. Thanks. <laughs> I'm never going to a party with you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I was on a date in. Uh, um, Getting out of a car in Sunset, and this homeless guy started walking towards us, but he saw the girl I was on the date with. Like, she's very approachable, yeah. young lady. Yeah. And uh, the homeless guy looked at me. I looked at him and just put my head down, and then he just looked at me, and then he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, while we're telling all these stories, I think you have my lighter. Sorry. Do you? Oh, there it is. Um, we should tell the one that happened at Metal Fest, too. But we should try to leave all the names out of it. What happened? Well, remember when you invited me? This is the first time I went to a party with you. It was at Calgary Metal Fest at Adam's house at your buddy Adam's house, and you called who had who had the the top floor penthouse of the building across the street from Dickens. Yeah. And my buddy like, from Hamilton. My buddy from Hamilton has the top floor. I'm like, what the fuck? And, and yeah. I'm like, so I grab a couple of friends. and Yeah, we had like, a nice yeah, party cool. up there. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a fun night. It was a fun night. Yeah. So, so we're up there. We're I'm like, wow, this guy's got a golden tea machine and all this fucking crazy shit. He's one of these like, oil baller motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, what the fuck he did. but I'm, so, going to, I'm seeing him next weekend in Edmonton. He's working out in Edmonton for a bit. Yeah. So... This girl, like, I'm, I was hanging out with you, and I, I was pretending I was a comedian or something. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was doing. See, this is but, the problem. <laughs> 
So I'm ribbing people. I, I'm, 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 it's loose. Jabbing it's a loose my night. friends and stuff. Yeah. And so I was talking with this girl at the party, and she goes, "Well, my friend or my boyfriend's name is Bleep from Bleepy Bleep," and and I made the joke like. Oh, Bleepy Bleep has been down in L.A. for like ever and on tour. Like, you really think that's your boyfriend? Like, seriously, just kidding. Like, just, you know, but she was pretty young, I guess. Like, Yeah, she was like 11. (laughs) She had leg braces. She was 22 at least. At least. I mean, uh, I don't know what kind of party we were at. This is your friend's house. First of all. No, they, she was in the bar. The reason it hurt so much is because there was truth to it. Uh, th- what? No, no, She's I don't 20... think there was though. That's why. That's oh, why then, he was so then mad. Wait, your band. So then, anyways, like my, I'm just hanging out, having fun at the party, and all of a sudden my phone rings. And I see it's an LA number, and this person. Just, this is like 3 a.m. Right? Yeah. Well, or ish. It's after like you know two e three. Yeah, sure. And. <laughs> Fucking all of a sudden, this guy on the other line is just like ripping my fucking head off on the phone. He's like, You fucking dick, you're big. I'll fucking kill you. I'm like a howler monkey. I'll stab all your eyes out and all this shit. And I was like, Yeah, man. I was like, I was kidding. And then he, he just proceeded to keep flipping out until I just hung up on him. Well, he had to defend himself against the truth. <laughs> He was. You keep out. saying that. I. I, I he ate I out. like my friend. I because he, he was my friend. That's what was weird too. He he like flipped right out, and I was like, I mean, we weren't like best friends growing up together or something, but like you know, you meet yeah. him through the scene and stuff. You, you're like, oh, he's known cool. him for a while, but yeah, and I still think he's cool. Uh, I still he think he had he's to cool. react that way. If he would, I feel like she called him and started fucking like. Yeah, that's it, so dumb. It played out, and there was probably, you know some problems in the relationship especially yeah. being away who wants to be in a relationship with somebody how long were they in LA a well month? a long distance relationship who gives a f- like that's just I've tried matter. yeah I bet oh I, I've, I've tried so I've many times a little bit it's uh it's very difficult yeah Skype helps yeah sure yeah no yeah. you know that's been uh my parents moved away and Skype does help yeah you know, yeah. You know you can kind of get everyone around even for a dinner, you set the computer up at the end of the oh, table. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I think we did that one year at <laughs> Easter dinner. They put me at the end of the table. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I kept pulling my dick out every time someone said, pass me the potatoes. <laughs> it was a terrible Easter. I was going through the change. I would turn into a... I put a feather duster up my ass and do cockatoo impressions. Land on shit. Was this when you were Miss Rouse? Miss Rouse, we were I like talking that. about that. Yeah. At Please welcome the stage. <laughs> or Miss Jason. Miss Jason. <laughs> and it's just me, drugged out of my head with a flaccid cock. Is that blood or shit? I mean, it's tangerine, I think. I think he's been in the mango chutney again. <laughs> Mrs. R- Mrs. Jason. Bruce. What was it? I just kind of shovel up, and then I my big closer is I piss off the stage into a homeless guy's mouth with a shot glass in it, but none of it goes in the shot glass. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm aiming for the shot glass. I'm just trying to get the sunburn off his face. It's kind of like a jellyfish bite, right? Are you supposed to put urine on sunburns? Yeah, no jellyfish bites. Oh, <laughs> we had a small town. 
I grew up on the outside outskirts, so we didn't get all that information that we needed. We just thought anytime that things were hot on your skin, you piss on it, as my grandmother used to say. She had it stitched into a curtain that hung over her. Uh, well, she had a uh, what are those things? Those racks you keep fishing rods on with cocks on it. And uh, yeah, it was a really rough time. We hated it. God damn it. Do you have any more questions for me? <laughs> well, because that's where this started. <laughs> I was trying to end her, but I, I, I will keep going all night. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to do some more metal stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you brought context. up the first time we met, and then after that was the time with the Hillbillies. Yeah. That was the next time. And then the next time after that, I think you did. You did like you just came through town and you played with We Found the Body again because the the posters back in the back hall at Dickens. Ah, okay. And and so there was uh, and it was somebody else, but um, so that happened. But and I'm sure we, yeah, because I remember that was the one. And I'll throw this name out there when Kristen Semchuk from BDFM, she's the singer in BDFM, one of two lead singers. She was sitting right in the front row. I was mixing sound for you. And she was sitting right in the front row, and he started doing that frozen piece of dog shit bit on her. <laughs> oh, did and I? It bomb? went on for like five. No, there was nobody there. Oh, there was like there was like ten people there. It was terrible because no, dude, you did not bomb. You were fucking hilarious. I think but it was, there was a like, fun night, but it, it was, was just one of those that didn't get promoted right. And, it you know, like it does. It fell through the cracks, right? But it was still like I like you were just going because she sat right in the front row. Like, there was nobody there, and her and her friend went and sat in the front row, and I was like, what are you doing? Like, when yeah. I saw them well, do you that, know, I was like, holy fuck. You man. know, my front rows are empty. <laughs> yeah, right. Empty. Like on the- <laughs> it's like the opposite of Marine Land, but you end up wet at the end. No one wants to be anywhere near the killer whale tanks, because this killer whale don't wear a condom, and he's aggressive. <laughs> So yeah, then I think the next time was the Metal Fest and and the story I just told, and then yeah, and then last time we did the album, and then here we are now after are. a fun-filled weekend. I always look forward to uh, seeing you guys. Oh man, being in Calgary, and it was so and crazy. thanks uh, having me around your family and a delicious <laughs> dinner. I'm honored. You know, I usually get stay away from my family. <laughs> You'll never eat with us. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, no, we'll, we'll, every year, mm-hmm. we'll do it. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, no. And like you say, I do look forward to uh, working with you and doing stuff in the future. Totally, totally. And you where, should be the house MC for Metal Fest. That somehow. would be uh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. What? Uh, where can people get a hold of you? Do you have a, oh, do you have a social media? Com, yeah, yeah. Are you on? Um, do you use your Instagram and your Twitter? And I'm things? terrible at those. Yeah. I can only do Facebook. I'm like I'm Why like left brain retarded or something. Try do some of your uh, you. Showed some interest in trying your hand at maybe doing a stand-up set at some point. Oh yeah! Oh, thanks why for bringing this up. Why don't uh, Why don't you experiment? Yeah, you've got these platforms. Okay, experiment so, on Instagram. Uh, I would write some t- funny tweets. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's short form. You've got only so many characters. It's a good writing exercise because you've oh, got a limited sure. amount of space to get your point across. And you can use everything from photo to video, hashtag this, and write yeah, and yeah, create yeah. an idea yeah. and build a little song, if you will. God, all you other, if I did actually end up becoming a comic, all you comics would be like, 
look at this fucking faggot who came up through Twitter. <laughs> a lot, hey, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. That, it's funny. Terms, that, that's nothing to uh, scoff at because YouTube... Twitter, Vine, there's, those are, these kids are stars. They're millionaires. Uh, no, I know. It's weird. And uh, but they, that's why I wouldn't want to be lumped the, in with those. The billboard next to the comedy whatever. store, I think you might have even been around, yeah, was yeah. a YouTube channel. No way. Yeah, yeah they're all over, those, all over the Sunset Strip. It's like YouTube shows. YouTube, it's like oh, Hollywood I, movies I know what stuff. you're saying. Like, so don't, it was pushing people towards their YouTube channel. Well, yeah, they have like the very popular. On the side of a building. They, they, no, these were like hit. T- productions from YouTube, right? Yeah, series, yeah, yeah. ongoing series that yes. they feature films and stuff. And they had anyway. Those media platforms are uh, great for having your hand and see. Like there was a guy who got Conan O'Brien happened to bomb, but his Twitter following and his joke writing was so popular, and that he was doing stand up and didn't really necessarily have the. Uh, Experience and died on television. What? Yeah, but he's no he's way. Got, like, That's a real story. Yeah, there's a guy Delaney, not Delaney. Um, what the fuck? So he went up and bombed, and he got back on there again, and he died. Well, he was popular through Twitter. Oh, okay, he got a very popular following, like millions of followers. He's a very funny writer. Okay, well, then started doing stand up. Put a little bit of a stand up set together. Yeah, because of his celebrity and his rough attempt at stand-up comedy allowed him to get a performance on the Conan O'Brien show. Well, he went up in silence. Oh, no. Yeah, kind of like what's happening right now. (laughs) No, but so I'm trying to follow your story. So he went up and he bombed, but then, and then he died on TV? No, 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 he got the TV show. The showcases were probably going mediocre. Oh, he didn't actually die. He got a show deal and he ate shit. No, he got on the Conan O'Brien show okay. after he got popular on Twitter, okay. which gained him some stand-up experience, which allowed him to perform on Conan, which in turn died. He k- killed him. Uh, no, he no I mean like a career or a body? He Silence. He was on there talking and the studio audience is... <clears throat> wow. Okay, so he bombed so uh, hard he died. Yeah, no, he didn't die dead. He's not okay, dead. Okay, it's, it's, it's like, like, a, like we a saw murder on TV. No, I didn't no, no, hear no, about no, this. No, that's kind of cool. <laughs> like if he blew his TV. head off on Conan, uh, Andy Richter, can you bring that shovel and bucket, please? This guy panicked. Panicked. He comes out with that thing at the bar with the the yeah, the, the brush the and the, theater, the broom like and the super popcorn. Yeah. Uh, this is embarrassing. Can someone? There's skull on my shoe. Look at it. It's everywhere. So embarrassing. And the musical guest that night no. is Mayhem. Just out of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They they come back for commercial, and the entire cast of Conan O'Brien got skull necklaces, pieces of scalp, ears hanging off of earrings. Malachi, Malachi, Malachi. Thanks for being on the show, Nate. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, dude, this is unreal. Let's do it every time. Cool, man. We got. Let's swap cast when I'm in L.A. next time. Most definitely. Oh man, Canada Day weekend comedy store. I'll oh, be shit. there. 
July 1st Comedy Store. It's like the 6th or 7th annual Comedy Store show. You've got Harlan Canada Williams, Russell Peters, Tom Green. Holy fuck. Uh, myself. Uh, there's a bunch of us. Darren Rose. Darren Rose. You can run your fingers through his hairs. Yeah. Oh, wow. He lives right off of Hollywood Boulevard. Holy shit. I don't know if I should be telling people where he lives, but yeah, he, <laughs> he lives in LA and I freaking, we hang I out. keep screwing over Darren Rose just inadvertently. Yeah, Darren's great. He's good people. Yeah, he's, he was a really nice guy. He's a good guy. It was nice of him to tolerate. Canadians, you'll never run into any goof situations with Canadian. And if uh, I'd be shocked any, at any level of celebrity that I've met Canadians, you know, I'm in the business, but I've seen how they treat other people and stuff. Yeah. The Canadians are on point. Yeah, the yeah. fucking we're all right. Yeah, well, that's why Americans put Canadian pins on all their fucking travel wear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got an American flag sold over a glory hole in a truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, America. <laughs> fucking hey. Well, thanks for getting hurt in Nate's backyard. And uh, thanks for uh, what is your safe word? <laughs> oh, ooh. There's a part of a new segment of my show called Herbal Laxative Oh No. And uh, what we do is whoever my co-host, get pass me that funnel and I'll show you. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Go to uh, jasonrouse.com and where can they find you? BigNateProductions.com. BigNateProductions. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. More European dates, more metal, Alberta events. Um, I think, oh, we could say this. The first Sunday in December, oh. the Penthouse Strip Club, Vancouver. Oh. I don't know what's going to happen, wow. but we're going to do uh, uh, Jason Rouse's Nightmare Before Christmas show. I think there might be a show at Red Deer, maybe, Holy and something shit. here. So I think the first two weeks, and then I'm going to go to Asia and fuck... 11-year-old boys for oh, a month. Well, that's legal there, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man. I would lose it. Uh, <laughs> get that taste uh, in your mouth. Yeah, it's better than a Werther's original. But, uh, yeah, cool, man. Bye, everybody. Bye. Assholes are like snowflakes. You can punish them with hammers Buttholes are like birthmarks They always call the cops Pig Met a little pig at the show Took him by the hand and said Come on baby, let's go Push your balls out of the way So I can tit-fuck your cunt And shit on your bag you're the first little girl I met With shit on her nuts Now put your legs behind your head So I can fuck your cunt Cause clearly Daddy's pussy Is On the rag today my dick let me grab a tampon out of the front of my pants don't worry baby I'll wash the cum off with my pants <laughs> oh.
You hear the safe word, stop what you're doing immediately. Do you have pantyhose? 